0: All right, welcome to is Ryan Rising News. I am back. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Alright, I told you I'd be right back in 10. took me a couple of minutes longer. I'm going to make sure that we're uh, live here, right? I'm going to check the stream. And uh, then we're going to go ahead and I'm going to play that stuff for you. And we're going to talk about it. This is going to be some mind-blowing, crazy, crazy information. I'm hitting the wrong buttons over here. My bad. Uh, Information. Some of you might already know this. Some of you might already have thought this. But this is going to be um, confirmation of people talking about stuff. So hold on. Let me make sure I'm live. Make sure you share this. I'll guarantee you this is going to get kicked off the air right after we do this. We're going to end up, they're going to end up saying it was conspiracy theory. Guaranteed, right? All right. So hold on. That's the wrong one. That's the other show that was live a second ago. And here's the one that's live now. All right, there's a bunch of us already here. So, and I have audio. Okay, so guys, share this out, man. You're gonna be tripping when you see this, right? Seriously, there I am back again, and I'm gonna stay one more time. Okay, so I get information from people now. You know, I, I don't know some of you know this, some of you don't know this, that people give me stuff all the time, and I try to give it to you guys out there on the air. Um, Like I said, share this out, dude, because this is some juicy stuff. Uh, And then I'm going to put this on all my other channels as well. So if they end up uh, deleting it off YouTube or Facebook or both, uh, it'll still be backed up for the MP3 file. And if not, I have that on my hard drive. I can always email it to you guys if you need me to take a dropbox it to you. Okay, so um, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to jump right into this. Let me go over here. Um, I couldn't find the file that I actually downloaded, so I went to my editor. (laughs) I'm going to play it off my editor, guys. So let me go down here and uh, go over. Is it that one or is it this one? That one. So I'm going to play it right off my editor. I'm going to go full screen right there. uh, And uh, I'll play it right off of that. Okay. So this first video uh, is a guy who went live. And these are the things from – he'll explain it. This is from the the medical uh, website over there in England. He'll explain everything. So let me go over here and go full screen here and uh, go ahead – And press play.
1: Sisters and brothers, this is the most vital, the most important, by far, little video clip that I have ever put out. This does need your attention, and it needs you to pass this around. Not for my sake, but for all our sakes. This is from the website of the BMJ, the British Medical Journal. And this is dated the 11th of September 2020. And the name of the article is Operation Moonshot. What do the leaked documents say? It is there for everybody to look at. And I'm telling you now, it is unbelievable. But what they are planning to do is to increase testing to up to £10 a day, bringing it between now and the end of this year right up, they're going to make it that if you don't have a test and you don't have a digital passport, you will have sanctions against you. You will not be able to leave your house, maybe, or you will not be able to leave the country, or you'll not be able to go to work, or you'll not be able to go to a concert. They are going to dictate to us where we can go, what we can do, based upon having a passport. Now, knowing that our tests are giving out positive results, where there is dead virus in there, and knowing that if you walk out, the moment you walk out the test centre, you could pick it up from someone else, it's an absolute fucking sham, it is absolute tyranny. That we are going to be forced to play along with their idea and it's all leading up to this vaccine and if you think that this is a conspiracy still,
0: then you're fucking out of your minds, okay? Sorry, hold on a second. It looked like you guys were just seeing, it was frozen. I don't know if you guys got to hear. I'm going to check the sound over here. Okay, so it didn't go widescreen for you guys to see the video. I apologize for that. It's just playing the audio. I'm going to try it again and see if it goes into full screen. Sometimes uh, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. So that's kind of messed up, and I apologize for that because you guys aren't seeing it. Um, But I did go in full screen, but for some reason it's not um, picking it up that way. So maybe what I'll do is let's try this. Hold on. Maybe I'll just enlarge the screen over here. And we'll leave it in that screen and not go full screen. And I'll do this. If, that was, if that's what works, then we'll do that. And I won't have to worry about. We'll do this. Let's see if that helps. All right. So let me go over here and press play and see if that helps.
1: None of us can do this on our own, only together. Yeah, it wouldn't go in full screen, so I apologize, guys. Stand so, and say, at um, the end of the day, now you can see we it. can't accept this. Look at Sweden, guys. They have fucking sorted themselves out. They haven't killed their economy, and they don't have any plans to jack everybody up, up, or make you have an ID card, a passport that says you've been tested. 99.9% of people are surviving this. If we don't make a stand, then we will never have a chance again. All right, go out to the British Medical Journal. I'm not making this up. And you just put in there, Operation Moonshot, what do the leaked documents say? Read through it. Read through all the stuff about the digital passport, about how testing will be
0: increased, about the plans. Now, mind you guys, China has everybody having this digital passport that he's talking about. Every single person has to have a smartphone in the country and they all have this. They flirted with that idea here in America and they've been pussyfooting around it ever since. Okay. So we'll see what's happening. So, but, but see now, wait till we finish with this because he's about done with this. And then we're going to go into information that's going to talk about what they actually do know or should know. And yet they're still planning this. Now, like I said, I played stuff here in America from FEMA, which is our version of their, uh, their emergency planning system that he's talking about. Okay, And they said the same thing, that the same kind of stuff was in order here in America and that they weren't going to let you be unlocked down. This was the plan from the left from the beginning to take the control and to, not, and to basically get rid of our societies as we know it around the world and put everybody back into the, into the straightforward slave chains. Okay. And so this is their, what they their discussion of, Oh, they leaked some of our documents. What are we going to do? And they're basically going, don't worry about it. We're just going to go as business as usual and continue doing it anyways. Okay. But then wait till you see the videos that I play after this and you're going to go well then Why in the fuck? Like he said, why in the fuck are they ha- having us do this when they know what's coming next? All right. So let's continue on how to get the public
1: on board. It says, give you a quote. The documents show that there have been discussions over how to incentivise people to be tested. They point to enforcing testing via a sanction-based model or through offering individuals opportunities stroke access from being tested such as being able to attend events. What is a digital passport? Testing for access to certain spaces features heavily in in the document with references to immunity, virus-free passports, likely to be available through an app. This is tantamount to fucking having to wear a yellow star, right? Stand
0: up, wake up, stop thinking things are a conspiracy. For those of you who are too young to understand that reference, in Nazi Germany in the 40s, in the 30s and early 40s, anyone who was a Jew or someone who was against the Nazi party or of a race that they didn't approve of, they made them wear the yellow star, okay? And that way they were designated and everyone knew the Germans or all the Nazis knew those people were, were not German, they were not the master race, okay? And so that's what he's referring to when he says, this is tantamount to wearing a fucking star. They're gonna out you and you're gonna have, basically if you don't have that, you don't have your papers, you don't have proof Therefore, you're no longer a citizen. You don't get to do things that citizens get to do. Do you understand his reference? That's what he's talking about there.
1: Our civil liberties have gone before our eyes. Do we want it to go to the next step where we cannot make a fucking move? Remember, we are the people somewhere along the line. We are supposed to be the employers. The governments are supposed to work there and represent us. Do we? And I talk to everybody, doctors, nurses. Police, firemen, army, all of us that are citizens, sisters and brothers of this country, do we really want to allow the people that have given a rather inept response, have sat on the slaughter of tens of thousands of elderly people, let down the doctors and nurses, let us down, given us fibs, still aren't telling us that we're building immunity to it, have made us live in absolute fear. As I say again, for some... 99.9% of people are surviving. Go out to the BMJ, do yourself a favour, and leave me a message if you are still in any doubt, and if you don't bother to look at this, because you think it's all still a conspiracy theory, and you can't trust the article on the BMJ, then you should be fucking ashamed of yourself, alright? if you say, I ain't got time to listen to this, and Barry's fucking going on again, then you haven't got time for yourself. That's it. Good night and God bless.
0: Okay, so remember what he said there, other than the part where he was insulting you. (laughs) But remember what he said there about they're they're not letting us know that 99% of the population is is surviving this, because they are. They're not telling us that. Okay? Now remember that, because as we get into these next two videos, you'll understand why I'm pointing that out to you.
1: I do wish us all well. Together, we're strong. Peace.
2: Let's talk about whether or not any of this is even necessary. Now, we had an extraordinary action to an interview I did last week with Dr. Mike Eaton. He's the former chief scientific advisor with uh, Pfizer, for her uh, major a major pharmaceutical bit low. company. And he, along with many others, including uh, Carl Hennigan, the professor of uh, evidence-based medicine at Oxford University, and I really defy, really defy, really defy anyone to question those credentials, um, uh, have been questioned. <laughs> Sorry, when I wand over a certain are, place, well, it, it makes it re- repeat like that. <laughs> Sorry. Michael viruses we are going to have to learn to live with and big question marks over whether or not the policies with many western governments including the UK have been okay hold
0: on Jason who just popped in he said what is this let me quickly give you the, the long and short of it um, I just played a video that a guy from England got off of the English website uh, that you can go and look this up I've had it vetted uh, by a, a friend who is in England and said yeah what he's showing you is actually on the website um, you can go back and watch this after it's live you can rewind and watch it uh, it was talking about the coronavirus and their plans. If you're in America, I played you before some uh, FEMA uh, personnel who were telling about the plans for the coronavirus and what they were going to roll out. And this basically was mirroring the same thing. And here in America, they, they say it's a conspiracy theory. And those people never worked for FEMA, yet they did. And some one of them still did. So now I'm playing you another woman who's going to talk to a doctor. This is another, she's a, a, a British uh, um, I think she has a podcast, looks like she's on the news uh, over there. She has a guy that's going to come on who is the ex-director, uh, the doctor, and advisor to Pfizer. Pfizer being the pharmaceutical company, one of the largest pharmaceutical companies on the planet. He's going to talk about the testing of the coronavirus, and you'll understand that when he starts talking about that. And then I'm going to play you a video uh, of, a, of a woman from the World Health Organization uh, who is explaining also about testing and the numbers and how many people are actually uh, infected and, and who they can infect. So these are actual numbers that are being discussed by the scientists and the doctors outside of the United States that is being put, is being played on air for the human race to watch, but yet it's being deleted, especially in the United States uh, and in some countries because they don't want this information. They don't want you to know it. This, as soon as I'm done with this, and I'm sure it'll be deemed as a conspiracy theory. And this is there's these are not theories. These are actual people who do this for a living that are talking about these are the facts of things that are supposed to happen. But that doesn't matter to the fascists over here, uh, because I had something deleted that was me literally having a computer read you from the pharmaceutical company who is creating the vaccine, Madeira. Reading you their vaccine and what it was made up, the chemical composition and what it did, and they said that that was a lie and it was it was a, a conspiracy theory. I'm like that was from their website. I didn't say anything. It was so that's just that's what's going on here. Okay, and this is real time information. The, these videos are less than 24 hours old, uh, and uh, one uh, one of which I think is um, no, I don't have it up here yet. One of which I just got, haven't had time to to uh, to uh, completely um, look through it or play it
2: been following over the recent uh, months are actually having any effect at all well let's talk about all of this once again with dr mike eden back i think quite quite literally by popular demand good morning to you good morning, <laughs> good morning I mean, nice to lovely to talk to you we've had almost 100,000 views on, on youtube of your video lots of reaction on twitter a lot of people just say uh, great to actually hear someone sort of expand this now found this now found this now Let's just talk about some really basic stuff here. We saw yesterday 3,991 positive cases for coronavirus. It's up 50% in a week. Uh, You can understand why huge numbers of people are incredibly worried that we're seeing that uptick in cases. Should we be worried?
3: Well, um, so thanks for having me back, uh, Julia. So, uh, of course, I definitely don't want to dismiss the possibility uh, that these numbers are real and that people will get ill and potentially go to hospital or even die. But the evidence to date, I think, uh, suggests that all or a substantial part of these positives could be due to what's called false positive uh, tests. Now, government knows that um, the PCR test is very sensitive, and all tests have a propensity to throw up a particular false positive rate. What's really frustrating, Julie, and your your, listeners should know this, the government doesn't, either doesn't know what the false positive rate is, or if it does, it's not declaring it and continuing with the assumption that it's zero. And it's definitely not zero. And Carl Hennigan did a calculation and he showed that if the false positive rate is as little as 0.1%, then more than half the positive tests are in fact false, false, false or fake. And I think the false positive rate is probably much higher, possibly 1%. And if that's true most or or all of the positives are are actually false, and they are not infected, infectious, or ill. And, and so, the,
2: key, uh, the key thing there is, of course, I mean, again, for those of us who are not medically trained or scientifically trained, so indeed a great mass-moos either, it's because the, the actual percentage of people who are being tested positive is is a tiny, tiny percentage. So if you have a very a positive, uh, a, a false positive rate at that level, you actually are accounting for effectively all of the the positive test results. And this comes down to how they're testing and how they they carry out these cycles, cycles, cycles to sort of. Try Try and sort of uh, get particles of a virus, and and as far as again, as far as I can understand it, it seems to be along the lines of the fact that we are finding traces of the old virus, basically dead virus, virus that's been caught six months ago that could not possibly make the person ill currently, and could not possibly be infectious to other people. In which case, we're finding three thousand nine hundred ninety-one cases of people, uh, largely of people who may or may not have had the virus in the past or don't have the virus at all. In which case. Not much to worry about.
3: Yes, I do think just a couple of things. So you're absolutely right. We know that because it's been shown that people who've recovered from the virus and they're clinically well and you can no longer culture virus from a sample from, from their mouth or airways still can be positive in the PCR test. And that's because, as you say, the test is not a test for virus. It's not a test for living virus. The test looks for a particular piece of the genetic code And if it finds a small piece of a dead virus that's still stuck in your mucus and is being shed from cells, you could still be positive on a swab test for a long time. So that's what I think is a a significant contribution. And the other one is just intrinsically that tests occasionally, statistically, throw up false positives. And as you say, a very good point, Julia, that the... The ONS survey still says that that the prevalence of the virus is very low, which is good, less than 0.1%. So if we find 2% positives and yet no one's ill, I'm worried that specifically Matt Hancock's Pillar 2 test is flawed. That's that's
2: community testing. That's people who are going to school, going to work and getting tested. Yes.
3: And I, I think, did you see on the TV the other day, they showed a little clip of people beavering away on a line of white tables, they're like big picnic tables, and they were in something that, for all the world, looked like a marquee tent, mm-hmm. and there were some you know, people casting around, uh, wearing gloves and so on. I think if they're really doing the tests or processing the samples there, you've got to be kidding. Imagine this was a test in, in, a, foren- in a forensic case in law, because this is the same kind of thing. They use PCR to try and prove you, you are or are not the guilty party. But if you were doing your, your forensic work in a tent like that, the lawyer would just throw it out and say don't believe it.
4: Right,
2: that's that's a fair point. Now what about the argument that, okay, a load of these may be false positives, a load of these people are are not at risk to themselves or, or others. But we are falling behind countries like Spain and France. They've also seen a big uptick in the number of cases, although they're not testing at the same level. Um, and they are now, and we're three weeks ahead, ahead, behind them, they are now seeing an uptick in people getting into hospital and in terms of deaths. And we are now seeing that uptick uptick in, in hospitalizations and in deaths. Is that not evidence that we should be worried that we are heading into the so-called second?
5: Brush your teeth in less than 10 seconds with this revolutionary toothbrush.
0: Sorry about the commercials, guys.
5: It was.
3: Wait.
0: I didn't yeah, edit those no, so out. It's fair question, I was in a hurry to get this I on tell
3: air. You, I'm very humble and very worried that I, if I'm wrong, I would hate to sort of mislead people. But I did check uh, this morning, and the number of COVID deaths, at least in NHS England, is continuing to stay low and falling. So I can't tell you what the ITU, you know, the intensive care state is, or number of admissions, but... but, but it has fallen constantly for six months so uh for it now to turn and increase we would have to have some big change in transmission so let me just comment on something i've i read a paper by somebody that's made me rethink the data you know the story going around at the moment that very many more young people are testing positive in this ptr test and people have said oh well it must be the young people are you know interacting with each other there as they do and not obtaining, uh, looking at social distancing. Well, that's possible, but you know, I always felt that was implausible because young people felt, right, felt, right, felt rightly less at risk from this virus from the get-go. And as my children in their twenties have said, you know what dad, young people have not been spending as much time social distancing. So what I'm saying is they would have caught it. They would have been the first people to have caught it and survived. So the idea is that now, six months later, the young people are selectively getting it. I just think that's for the birds. And I read a paper yesterday by a pathologist who's looked at this data and come up with a different and dramatic conclusion. She says, this is Claire Craig in Spectator, she says, if the uh, positive tests, tests are false, they will be distributed evenly across the population, whether you're young or old. And you know what? That's what we're finding. Now, uh, 19% of the positive tests are in the under 20s. Whereas during the pandemic, only 2% of the cases were in young people. So she's saying it's now spread evenly. So it's either the virus is even or more likely that it's just uh, it's a feature of testing lots of people. And it's just false positives.
0: See, and I agree with that. And let me tell you why. Because in the beginning, you have to understand that they weren't just testing everyone. They were only testing the people that were in the hospitals. Once they found out what it was, they weren't testing everyone. Then they said, we have to start testing everyone. And they started testing everyone and they weren't getting the same number because the tests were different. They were less and only people who were older and afraid were getting tested at the time. You didn't have any young people volunteering to get tested, right? Because they were like, I don't think we have to worry about this because he's right. They were because they had been downplaying it for uh, it's only hitting old people. And that's the truth. Around the world, the average age of the average person that dies from complications due to coronavirus is 75 or 76 years of age. Right? And there's hardly been anyone that has died below the age of 55. And the one or two people who'd have have pre-existing autoimmune diseases. So it's the same as if they were 75 to, you know, 55 to 100 with whatever, leukemia, cancer, congenital heart disease, asthma, COPD or all of those, gout, who knows. Okay, but then now, especially here in the United States, we're, they're testing willy-nilly. I mean, they're 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 trying to get 360 million people tested, so they're testing everyone. And because they're testing all the kids now in the areas where they're not, where they are going back to school, now they're getting the staff and the kids, and it's at 19 percent, right, of the tests that are testing positive, which is a higher percentage of what they were testing before. So that would suggest That, first of all, there has to be, because every test, especially one that got put together as fast as this test does, and what it's looking for, I did a video on this as well. And that got kicked off the air afterwards and deleted as a conspiracy theory again, where I showed you what it is that they were, that genetic marker that he talked about, that they were looking for to find out whether or not you had coronavirus. It's a genetic marker that if you have coronavirus, it appears in your DNA because your DNA is a memory uh, of you know, everything that happens to you, okay? So if you get a disease and you get a, a, an inoculation or something that helps you fight the disease, instead of your body constantly making those antigens over and over and over and over just in case you get it, it they don't do that, but they put the answer in, in the DNA to store it. And then if you get the virus again, it starts making the antibodies it already has, Do you understand? That's how your immune system works. You get something, your immune system says, what is it like? Do we have anything that's close to that? Make those, see if that works, right? And then if it's not, then your body goes, we need something new. What do we, you know, what what do we use? Let's try and figure it out. If your body can't figure it out, that's a disease that's going to kill you and your body will spend time working on it, right? That's, That's exactly, Lisa, that's exactly my point. Normal virus acts the same way, it will affect older people, weaker people with immune systems. That's exactly, that's exactly the point. The point is that this this virus, is a normal virus. That's the point. This virus is no more deadly, and here's and here's why. Continue when you continue, you'll see what I'm talking about. This virus is no more deadly. I've done the math. I have COPD and asthma. My mother has congenital heart disease and COPD. So I'm her caregiver. So I've been already for the four years that I've been back here in California to taking care of my mother. And before I do that, because my, well, my wife has autoimmune diseases, we would already lock down during the winter time. Okay. So what's this? Danny says, um, what do they put in the U.S.? What do, you, what do you mean? What do they put in? Oh, what do they put in us? You're talking about with the, you see, that's the thing. Is it a chip, right? We don't know. Right, Danny? He said, is that a chip? Yeah, we don't know. So if they're trying to give us, why are they so hell-bent to leather to give us this inoculation? What's in this inoculation that they want in our systems? That's the question that Danny's asking. And I agree with you, Danny. If they're going forward like the, like you saw on that British uh, medical uh, uh, website and, this, and the uh, FEMA website over here, and they both mirror each other, that it's imperative to get this inoculation into everyone, what's in that inoculation that they so readily want in our bloodstream. Because this is no different than any other virus. Okay, H1N1 and H3N2 or whatever it's called, the, the, the swine flu and the, and the bird flu, those are both coronaviruses. Okay, and, and I showed you in that video that if you had that vi- either one of those viruses or you get the flu shot, or you get the flu shot, that that marker comes up in your bloodstream because the flu shot is the antigen to kill off the other two coronaviruses. So then it makes those for you and you're immune to it and you don't catch the, the, the stronger of the flu strains. Now, they're, now they want a new inoculation, but what they're testing for is that marker that says you might have it. That marker comes up if you've already had it, if you've had any other coronavirus or if you've cut the flu shot. So if you've gotten the flu shot and you go get tested, you're going to test positive for, for coronavirus because you do have coronavirus in your system. Do you understand? But, there's, but anybody who says what I just said, that gets the algorithm, kicks this off as a conspiracy theory. But it's the truth. I looked it up on the CDC website because the lady made a video from the CDC website. So I went to the website and I looked it up on the website and it was exactly what she was saying. And I showed you the DNA marker and what they said they were testing for and what that marker was. And it was the marker that's in the human body. So if they haven't mapped out the genome, how would they know where to look for it unless they designed it in, in the beginning? Yeah, I'm not getting a flu shot either, Danny. All right, so let me continue playing and you'll see she's got about another five minutes left and then we go into the other video, which is going to blow your freaking mind as well, Okay. So, so he's suggesting that there has to be false positives. And anyone responsible, scientists, would know that because all drug tests or all these tests of this type have a, a certain percentage that is a false positive. So all of these scientists would have to know what that false positive is, but they're not telling anyone that there's false positive ide- uh, possibilities. Why? because they need the numbers to be high. So, so I've already said that I think 50% to 75%, and I'm, who am I, right? I'm not, no, I'm not a doctor, I'm not, I'm not a genealogist, but I'm, I'm a very smart person, okay? I have an IQ that is very high. So I figured out there has to be false positives, and it would have to be 50% or, or more. You have a doctor who was the head researcher Former chief scientist advisor to Pfizer, the pharmaceutical company, one of the largest pharmaceutical companies on the face of the earth. And he's saying there has to be a number, a certain percentage that are false positives. But they're not telling anybody that there is any. So either they don't know it, which is irresponsible. That means that they're idiots and morons and shouldn't be doing this job. Or they do know it and they're not telling anyone. Why? Because that would create doubt in all of our minds if we thought half of them weren't. Think about that. There's like how many millions of people around the world that are, that are positive? What if half of those are, are false positives? What if 75% of them are false positives? Okay. And you already know if you have a brain, there hasn't been one single person that they've said died from COVID-19. They die from complications due to their other illnesses. It's just like AIDS. AIDS doesn't kill you. AIDS compromises your immune system so bad that it doesn't work anymore. And then you catch a cold and it goes into pneumonia and you die because you have, you have no immune system to fight it off. So what happens is you get the coronavirus, just like if, if I were to get the regular uh, H1N1 or H3N2 or whatever they are, or swine flu or the, the other two coronaviruses, or any flu bug. If I were to get it and I'm not, and I, and I don't have abuse, you know, if I'm not uh, boosting my immune system, which I do, I take a lot of vitamins to do that, then my body would run down and I would have a good chance of dying. Okay? And anybody who has COPD knows that. Their doctors tell them that. Anybody who has asthma, they know that. And then people who have like leukemia, cancer, anything that's already attacking their immune system or that is taxing their immune system over and over daily makes you immunocompromised. So that your doctors advise you to basically do what we're doing now anyways. Stay away from people, wear a mask, wash your hands, don't get sick. If you get sick, watch it really fast. If it doesn't break in a couple days, get in here calling. And that way the doctors know they get antibiotics in you. Okay? So, the, but the point is, I've been saying, and now you have doctors and scientists saying, this is no different than any flu bug. Now you have the narrative being driven and starting to be driven of a twindemic. They're worried about a twindemic. Here in California, Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom's, is talking about wanting to track the the two uh, uh, influenza A and influenza B because they're concerned now, get this. Last time when the viruses were going on, they weren't concerned about this, but for for some reason, they are now. They're concerned that with the normal flu season and the coronavirus season, that people are going to overwhelm the hospital emergency rooms, right? So now they want to test everybody and and lock everybody down again because they're afraid that's what's going to happen. Why? Because they're still gaslighting everyone about this coronavirus as if this thing was a disease when it's not, it's a virus. hence the word coronavirus. but what they say is you get coronavirus and that or you get coronavirus and that gives you COVID-19 the disease. So they're saying you get a virus and that virus mutates in your body and creates a disease. That's a lie. That's a lie. okay? It's not a disease, it doesn't turn into a disease. A disease is something your body can't fight off. Why is it that people are fighting it off? If it was a disease and your body, a disease is something like cancer, you can't just survive cancer. AIDS, you can't just survive AIDS. Well, AIDS you can because you can pump your immune system up. But if you get like leukemia, you can't just survive that. That's a disease. Okay? You can't just survive that. COPD is a disease. You can't just survive that. The common flu is not a disease, nor is pneumonia. Pneumococcal pneumonia is, right? No, it's the same thing. Pneumococcal pneumonia, they don't have a cure for. So if you get it, you got to ride it out or you die. If your immune system is strong enough, you make it. And if not, you die. Okay. So that's the same thing for older elderly people as the coronavirus as any other flu bug, period. Okay. And I've said this from the beginning. Okay. Okay. And we, we made it through last season. And you guys don't know about it. I made a video about that too. Last season, the CDC said that more than 90,000 people came into the hospitals during November and December, October through, to, through no, December. Nearly 90,000 people checked into hospitals around the country and they had a virus that they hadn't seen before. So it had to be a new one, but they didn't know what it was because they hadn't heard of coronavirus yet until China announced it in December. OK, but myself and academics like me postulated that it actually was released on uh, in September. And it had already been released to the world by that time. We didn't find out about it until they officially announced it to the World Health Organization, who announced it to the world. And that was in December, going into January, last week of December. So prior to that, we, no one went back and tested those people. They just said, bam, here's the beginning. And now they even claim that they didn't have any beginning until March. Yet we knew about it in January and it was already hitting. But that was when the tests came in. It took us three months to get a test together. Okay? So that's why they claim that's when the tests start. That's not when the disease hit. That's not when the virus hit. The virus hit here in October last year. They even said it was earlier than normal flu season starts. So the coronavirus hit us in October, November. They know that. That's why they're getting us prepared because we have October and November coming up. They're hoping that you're going to have the same resurgence of more than ninety thousand cases in a month, and then since we're testing over a million a day, we're going to have more than that, far more than that. And since they're not counting or discounting a single test, whether it's a, a false positive or not, you're going to have way you're going to have you know uh, inflated numbers of of fifty percent to one hundred percent over what is actual. I didn't make that up. That's what this scientist said who did this for a living okay
2: a thing. We're, we're, we're being told the answer to coming out of this uh, this predicament we're in and, and avoiding a second lockdown across the country or curfews and the like saving christmas the prime minister has said in an interview with the sun the answer is more testing but if we've got testing testing that is that is showing up so many false positives and people who are not infectious who are not at risk the risk of course is that more testing creates more cases creates more worry is more likely to lead us to have a curfew and, and lockdown in which case yes. well what is the answer if it's not testing then?
3: okay so i've got i've got the answer one comment uh, sweden is not doing mass testing and so far their society is not riven with ill people going to hospital and dying and the reason re- and the reason i mention it is that they have had the same uh, percentage of their population to come and die 0.06 percent as we have had in UK and over the same time scale. So I think it is at least worth looking at what they're doing. But I'm going to repeat uh, to Matt Hancock the same challenge I made last week, which is that you're using a test with an undeclared...
0: And really quickly, the, the number here, I did the calculations yesterday. The number in the, in the United States is slightly lower than that. He was saying 0.06. We have like a 0.03 now, but it was at a 0.06 or 0.08 um, not too long ago. Okay? Okay. So, the, the amount of number, the, the number of people that are, that are dying, that are listed of having COVID when they die, is still only at a 0.06. Actually, actually as of yesterday, it's 0.03. And the reason I say that is because they, you know, the CDC claims, well, it's, it's far deadlier than the regular flu because the regular flu only happens at a 1%, right? A 0.01% mortality rate and a 1% infectious rate. And this is like a 6% that's not true. It was in the beginning of 40% because they were only testing people who came in that they thought had it. And now that they're testing millions and millions of people, that number keeps going down lower and lower and lower. Okay. Right. So Lisa says here, right? If the vaccine has a strain of the virus, that would put it in us so that we can be uh, immune to it. Isn't that the same as that's exactly the same as catching it? Yes. What they do is they give you the virus, but what they do is they give you the virus with the antigen attached to it, so your body. This is how uh, how um, uh, uh, herd mentality happens. Okay, herd immunity happens the exact same way. Say I get it and I survive it. I have the antigens in my body. If Lisa, if you and I meet on the on the street, I say, "Oh hey, Lisa, how you doing?" And you come up and I give you a handshake. The sweat from the palm of my hand has has all my DNA on it. It has a, a, a little amount of the antigen. That will, that will fight off the the coronavirus. So when I shake your hand, that gets on your skin, and gets in your body. Your body's immune system starts looking over everybody that comes in the gate with guns pointed at them. Hey, wait a minute, you, come here. You look like one of us. Yes, sir, I'm here to report. I'm an antibody, what are you for? My job, sir, is to fight off the coronavirus. Hey, we have that in here, and we're trying to fight it off. Quick, report to headquarters. So then that virus gets gets reported to headquarters and headquarters says, we need more of that. And then now they have the blueprint. So your immune system makes that antivirus or that antigen, makes many of those soldiers that go out and now they fight off that specific problem. So when you get inoculated, they give you a cocktail of anti, anti, or antigens for every known virus that we have. So that if you get the same virus that you haven't had yet, you're now inoculated to it. So yes, if they give you the inoculation and it, and it has the, a little bit of the coronavirus in it, it has the antigen. That means they have the antigen. That means they've taken it, they've already been talking about people who have survived it without getting a shot, coming and giving their hemoglobin because that has antigens in it because they need those. And people that are really bad off, they can just pump that hemoglobin into them and your body will will immediately start making more. That's how our immune system works. So if I give you a hug or a kiss, you hug grandma, you kiss grandma, whatever, and you've already gotten over it, you make her immune. But see, them keeping us socially distanced and not talking to each other, not touching each other, stifles that, and they know it. Do you see? It stifles the herd immunity, and they know it. Confuse, divide, and conquer. This is being done on purpose, not because they're afraid that we're all going to get it and die. They're stopping us from, from vaccinating each other and telling us that we need a vaccine that they've designed for us. This is not a lie. I'm not making any of this up, guys. This is the actual truth. This is how it works. Look that up. Look up herd immunity in the dictionary and, and find out what it means. It means just what I told you and how that operates, how that works. So they're, they're keeping us from, from giving each other the 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 uh, immunity to the virus and telling us we need an immunity to the virus, but we can't go near each other because we're going to contaminate each other and we're all going to die. Yet, 99% of everyone who ever has it doesn't die from it, and their body fights it off. Therefore, it's not a disease, it's a freaking cold. People who are dying are those who are autoimmune compromised. Okay? So, right, and so, th- so who knows what their vaccine's going to do? Do you understand? But it's a money-making scheme, it's a cash cow. And it's also a way to control us. So if they are trying to put something in in them that is to track us or control us, right? We wouldn't know, but there's something they want to get in us real bad because they're trying to make it mandatory. Why? They're saying it's going to be free for all of us. So if it's free, then why are they making it mandatory? That means there's some end game. What is the end game? What do they stand to gain? They get paid by somebody or they wouldn't be doing it. So there is some sort of payday at the end of a world inoculation. If they're not charging for it, they're not charging your, your uh, provider for it, then there's some reason for it. If they're charging for it, and then like, like now they're going to have an app. Who creates that? Who gets paid for that? So there's money that they're making off of all of this, to technology, everything they're doing. They're making trillions and trillions. I did the math on it. And if they charged $500 per shot, but you only had to pay a copay of $10, Whoever has the the ball, whoever has the vaccine, gets gets paid roughly $128 trillion. That's like saying a gazillion, gazillion, gazillion dollars. The gross domestic product of the United States of America is $1.4 or $1.2 trillion. They're going to get paid a $128 trillion. That's more money than all of the people of this planet combined can muster. Do you understand that? but it'll be digital, but it'll be like Bitcoin, but it'll be digital, it'll be money, it'll be real. All right, let's continue to let her talk.
3: False positive rates, which I think is dreadful because it's having a big impact on people. If you don't know what it is, shame on you. And if you do know what it is, you must disclose it. And finally, you. Uh, some advisors have issued to you... Uh...
0: Sorry, that's another commercial that cut in right then. I didn't edit those out. I was in a hurry to get them uh, the, on the air, guys.
3: ...to retest the positives before, de- before declaring them. Are you doing that? That would be, that would, we'd all be more satisfied. If they're genuinely infected and really got the virus, most of the time they'll test positive again. I think a lot of them, being false positives, will not test positive if you immediately repeat them. And that's good practice. That's the advice to the minister. Why isn't he doing
2: that? That's, that's certainly a challenge we'll be putting uh, to the health secretary next time uh, we speak to him. Um, you brought up Sweden, and, and this has been a very big issue. Sweden, famously, being the country that didn't go to a, form, a formal lockdown, they went into a semblance of lockdown. Of it was, but it was voluntary. It was advice about social distancing. But pubs and bars yeah. stayed open, uh, schools stayed open for all children up to the age of sixteen. Uh, they don't wear masks. Um, people just largely getting on with uh, with normal life and being fairly sensible. Um, all the evidence then is pointing, as you say, given the similar death rates are, are, are around the, the Europe, and, and again, where they do, where they do, where they do differ, there are large factors that can explain that which are quite separate from what governments have done or not done. Um, do you think that actually our best uh, hopes of, of getting through this? will actually be be following what sweden has done rather than say a second lockdown and what are your fears if we did go into some version of a second lockdown leaving aside the economic effects but the health effects of a second lockdown in terms of coronavirus
3: yes i think if we have a, a, a second lockdown i think we're going to amplify the negative effects forget the economy it's very important Forget the economy. If we have another lockdown, I think we're going to amplify the non-COVID deaths that I think uh, have happened already and we're not much talking about them. It's as if there's no other health condition in the country worth paying attention to and the consequence of locking down and restricting access to the health service uh, in case there's a second wave, because that's an official policy that they've not bothered to tell you about, about I, I, I think that's going to have and has already had the consequence of killing or allowing to die, savable people from non-COVID illness. And I think, so lockdown, I wouldn't do it. Let me just mention briefly, we, it is now established our lockdown, our national lockdown occurred too late to make any difference to the initial spread of the virus. Even I think Professor Chris Whitty accepts this. So think about it. We didn't introduce masks until, until, until quite recently. And our lockdown was too late to prevent the initial spread. I assert that actually what has happened in, in UK it's very similar to Sweden we, we made efforts that were distinct and different but I don't think they made any difference because lockdown was too late and masks very much later so it wouldn't be surprising if we've had the same you know lethality same population percentage who have died unfortunately then why aren't we in the same place and uh, it's worth noting I was noting I was noting I had a quick look around the data in Africa and um, if it's
6: been a rough few months sorry for another us. commercial they pop up family members could use a break
3: so when you're ready
6: i skip the them when i can
3: population immunity is not keeping the numbers of illnesses and deaths for example in malawi right on the floor the imperial projection was for tens of thousands to die i think about 250 so, yeah. And a virologist from that country has said, I can think of no other explanation than mass population immunity to explain the difference between the model and, and what's and happening. And
2: that's the question of whether or not we, we actually do now have enough population immunity to stop, stop an exponential spread. We will, as we head into autumn and winter, we will see more people dying, but that is the nature of these respiratory uh, diseases.
0: Okay, so now we go into, this, this woman is, you can see, World Health Organization, Right. Technical lead on COVID-19. So this is not somebody who just made something up. What she's about to tell you is not something that that uh, that is is my opinion. This is not something that is a conspiracy theory. This is a person who is in charge and it is her job to do what she's doing in the World Health Organization. And She's a doctor. OK, so now let's listen to what she has to say
6: still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual.
0: Uh, Wait a minute, what did she just say there? He says that too. Well, look what's up on the screen. Asymptomatic cases, not infectious. So the World Health Organization has now determined that those people who are asymptomatic do not have the ability to pass on the coronavirus to anyone. It's only those people who are symptomatic, who have the signs, just like when you do when you have a cold or a flu and you have the signs, you're symptomatic, and then you pass that stuff on. They have now determined, and they're going to talk about this with a doctor, okay, because this is a a Newsmax, and this other guy is talking, you'll see in a second, they'll cut to him and they'll go, wait a minute, I don't understand what she said, because there was a glitch, right? That wasn't my glitch on my end, that was a glitch on their end, right? Okay,
5: so watch. Uh, I didn't quite get that. Can I hear that one more time? I'm serious. I could not tell what you just said.
6: From the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary, 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 individual, individual.
0: So what they're saying is that from their data, from their data, they see that it is rare For them to be able to pass that on. Right. Okay, welcome, Omar. He says he can't. For some reason, Omar's watching, um, trying to load what he's saying. Welcome, brother. He's trying to say that he's trying to he's watching the show, but he can't comment for some reason. uh, And um, it, it won't load the stupid messenger. Oh, here it is. I'm watching, but I can't comment because I'm in Facebook jail. Not sure why. Oh, Lord, brother. I hope you're not in there for like they did to me last time. I was in there for almost a month. So, okay, so Omar's watching, but he can't comment. Omar from Watchers Talk is watching also, but he can't comment. Because somebody got somehow he got himself into jail. He busted, pissed off somebody at Facebook. We do that. I'll probably be in Facebook jail after this one right here, bro. When I get off air from this one, because I'm telling the truth and I'm showing you doctors that are too. So he can't. So if you if you say anything, brother, I'll I'll tell the crowd what you say. Okay, uh, but just type it like you did in Messenger, and I'll, and I'll I'll relay that to the crowd. Okay, so listen to what she's saying here, and he's gonna he's gonna go on and talk to another doctor.
5: Still didn't quite get that, but Dr. Samadhi went to medical school. He's been listening to doctors all of his life. Doctor, uh, doctor, 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 I believe uh, the headline from the World Health Organization is asymptomatic people are not infectious. They're not going to spread the disease. Is that what the WHO is cor- saying?
7: Yes. That's correct, Greg. Look, you and I have been going at this since February of this year. We've covered more than hundreds of these segments on Newsmax TV. The most important segment about what we're going to be talking about COVID is probably, probably, probably tonight, because they're taking a 360-degree turn, and WHO is announcing, and this is a big news, that asymptomatic people out there are not contagious. Remember, because we didn't know who would be passing this virus or not, we made everybody do something called social distancing. This is a new word that you've heard of it, and it came to our life a few months ago. We made everybody across the board to wear masks. At the beginning, we said, if you have symptoms, you wear the mask to protect others. And then we gave in because CDC and everybody kept changing back and forth. We also made everybody to go for testing. We need 300 million tests the next day or else we cannot reopen our country. And guess what? This is very important. It's breaking news that if you are not symptomatic, and you don't have any symptoms of fever, chills, shortness of breath, or any of those symptoms we've spoken about, the risk of passing it on to other people and being contagious is very rare. And studies like this comes from a very accurate tracing in countries like Singapore, contact tracing, and and it's too bad that these researchers are not, the papers are not making it to Lancet, and mainstream media is not covering to the extent. This is probably one of the biggest news that we've had, since coronavirus outbreak.
5: It's good news. That means, really, we can visit people that we weren't able to visit. You know, you didn't want to go around somebody of a certain age because...
0: But if you're on the North American continent, you don't hear any of this, guys. I have another video. I'm going to go ahead and play it because we're, we're, we're getting through this one pretty quickly. I'm going to let it play. And I have one that came from Zimbabwe, and they embedded this woman's information into a different video, and I leave it still up. And if it is... When we get there, I'm going to play it because I haven't had time to download it. So I'm going to play it. So I'm recording it at the same time while we're playing it. Okay,
5: so here we go. You could be carrying it without knowing it. This is good stuff. Thank you for that, doctor. Yeah, the big
7: thing is that the panic and hysteria is out the door. We can reopen our America. 40 million people have lost their job as a result of this scientific data that was wrong. This is very big news for the country, Greg.
5: Dr. Samadhi, I like it. And for the world. You know what? It's a pandemic all over the world. Dr. Samadhi, hopefully the future Surgeon General of the United States of America. I'm trying to make that happen. I think he'd be great down there. Uh, After this guy gets done, he's pretty good, too. But you're great. Dr. Samadhi, thank you very much. What
6: do we have? It's still. Okay, then
0: they started replaying. I apologize. I didn't edit that. I told you I didn't have time to edit that right there. Okay, so let me go over here now and switch this back to this screen and switch to this screen. Okay, now this was from Zimbabwe. I'll be able to go full screen on this one and let it play. This was from Zimbabwe and you'll see that. Uh, And this is uh, some more really juicy stuff that I just got literally before I went on air. So I, I primed it. It's on YouTube and I primed it. So I'm going to go ahead and play it because I'm recording. So that way I can get it downloaded onto my hard drive while we're recording. So I'm going to go into full screen and I'm going to play this. Okay, here we go. I have not listened to all this, so I have no idea. It's 26 minutes long. I'll have to back it up here because I started it. Um, But I have no idea how far it goes. I haven't uh, vetted this. This was just given to me. And I played the first couple of minutes and went, "I I have to get this going too. All right, so this is raw for me, as raw as it is for you. I'm watching it for the first time. Normally, I vet these prior to, so uh, I don't know how long it is. I don't know how raw it is, but here we go. Oh, I have to readjust the sound. I had it turned up for that other one, and that was way too loud just now. Hold, please. Let me readjust that. Yikes. Blow the speakers up in my studio. All right, guys, let's go back there. Uh Uh-oh, COVID virus. All right, here we go. That's still pretty, pretty bassy, isn't it?
6: They say that a vaccine will be voluntary, just like they said about masks in the beginning. I don't know how others here feel, but I'm not willing to take an experimental DNA-altering vaccine that has been fast-tracked past even the most minimal or no-safety qualifications to which routine vaccines adhere, because I know that health, true health, comes from sunshine, exercise, fresh food, social contact, and breathing in as much oxygen as I possibly can.
0: Not. This woman has been deleted off the internet every time they post this video as a conspiracy theory, They're like she's lying and making something up, Okay. So this will get me kicked off, I know. But those of you who are here live, you'll be able to see it. And those of you who uh, want a copy of it, I'll be able to give you a copy of it.
6: Okay. From needles or masks. Are you going to take the vaccine? What if you want to say no for your family? What about the microchip that comes after the vaccine? It will be voluntary until it's not. I got,
4: uh, I got dragged into the... Vaccine is you're kind of kicking and screaming because I was going around the country suing coal-burning power plants and talking about the dangers of mercury coming from those plants. And almost everywhere I stopped um, or I spoke, I, there were women there, very eloquent, articulate, grounded people who were saying, look, you have to look at the biggest vector of mercury in American children now is coming from vaccines and we need you to look at the science and um i resisted for a long time but i started reading the science after a while and i i'm very comfortable reading science i i've brought hundreds and hundreds of successful lawsuits almost all of them have involved scientific controversy so i'm look i'm good i'm i'm comfortable reading science and dissecting it and discerning the difference between junk science and real science and When I started looking at it, uh, what I saw was very alarming, which we were giving huge amounts of mercury to our children. A lot of it has been taken out of vaccines, but there's still an extraordinary amount still in the vaccine.
8: We'll add that this type of DNA vaccine has never been used on humans before. Let me repeat that. Please understand, this has never, ever been...
0: See how they've done this is they're putting her and her stuff, they've embedded it into another show and that's how they're getting past the algorithm so far um so that's so but me even me doing this will probably get me uh put in jail so i'll be in jail with you omar probably in the next week uh after today (laughs) right i'll be there with you buddy and neither one of us will be able to post for a week or two weeks and then we won't have any shows right
8: used on humans before never they are now proposing to take something we've never used and to inject it into everyone. Vaccine trials are being fast-tracked at a level, at a rate that I have never seen in my life, nor did I ever expect to see this. They are skipping over the animal trials going directly.
6: Uh, thank you, my name is Emily Coleman. I'm from Olathe, Kansas. Uh, the governor has always said, already said that this is how things are going to be until there is a vaccine. They say that a vaccine will be voluntary, just like they said about masks in the beginning. I don't know how others here feel, but I'm not willing to take an experimental DNA alternating vaccine that has been fast-tracked past even the most minimal or no safety qualifications to which routine vaccines adhere, because I know that health, true health comes from sunshine, exercise, fresh food, social contact and breathing in as much oxygen as I possibly can, not from needles or masks. Are you going to take the vaccine? What if you want to say no for your family? What about the microchip that comes after the vaccine? It will be voluntary until it's not. <laughs> 99% of us could never have imagined five months ago that this is where we'd be right now. What will happen in another four months when we are, that we aren't imagining today? What happens to our freedoms if we don't push back now? I can't see people smile. I can't hear people speak clearly through the mask. I say hello and I watch people look down at the ground desperately trying to avoid making eye contact. You are intentionally diminishing our abilities to connect with each other on a personal level. Your germs don't scare me. I want to challenge my immune system as it was designed to be challenged. I am not a bioterrorist, and I will not consent to mandatory pass policy in public spaces. Thank you for your time.
7: Thank you.
8: Good evening, serendipity friends. Um, I hope everyone is healthy and in good spirits considering these challenging times. It seems like every day our world uh, changes and it's difficult to know what to believe in the media. So I hope that our group has helped introduce some other bits of information and knowledge and got you to have um, feel a little safer about stating your opinion. Um, and I'm really proud to see a lot of the members start to post things on their own pages. Uh, thank you very much because every little bit counts and I know that it helps quite a bit, so thank you. Uh, this particular talk is about COVID-19 vaccine. I really think that this information is very urgent And I encourage you to really think about the things that I'm saying. Uh, This is not a new topic for me. I've studied these things for, you know, 20 years at least about vaccines. So I'm very uh, familiar with it, very passionate about the information. This one will focus on the COVID-19 though. Um, Whatever you uh, find out, please share with your friends and family and on your social media platforms. I know that Facebook gets really uh, frustrating. Many times I've wanted to uh, shut it down myself. However, we need everybody to stay on and to put out memes and information and that sort of thing because it does make a difference. You can't just have all the negative things on there. So thanks for helping out on that. Um, before I begin, I must say that I do not represent any company or group. I am not getting paid or reimbursed, and the opinions stated are solely mine alone. This information is not intended to diagnose or treat any individual. If you have symptoms, please see your individual healthcare practitioner. Um, again, my name is uh, Dr. Carrie Madi or Carrie, and I'm an internal medicine physician, um, osteopathic trained. So. I want to start this talk by saying the most important question choice of your life is what does it mean to be human. This is very important question. Um, It's going to be very important for this vaccine that's coming up and so let me introduce some basic facts first and then I will give you some information about what has been going on since we've been distracted on the media and uh, give you some of the conclusions in the end. And then as far as some of the data that I'm going to present, I will give you some references that um, you could look up on your own. Um, Give me a day or or two to put those on the group's um, album page, okay? So first of all, some information to digest. Each of us has enough DNA in our bodies that could stretch up to 10 billion miles when uncoiled. That's about 35,000 terabytes of data, which is about 35 million uh, hours of high definition video. So what information would this hold? Uh, the blueprint for life, how to create it, how your body functions, how it grows, how it reproduces, our thoughts and memories, just to begin with some of those. Uh, also important to know that DNA is similar to a computer code or a binary code. So if you're familiar with those, where it takes a small change in the pattern or code and will have a very grand effect. So you can insert a genome or gene, sorry, into the genome. So you can put something extra in there. You can take something out so that it's missing one. You can translocate, meaning you take one uh, part of the genome and put it into another area and you know flip-flop them or you can take another synthetic or from another organism, a genome, in, and cut out part of the genome of the human and insert that other genome in there. Um, when you're doing this, you are rewriting your genetic code. You are writing your software program. And how much change of that code would it take to then be considered not human? And is that ethical and legal, We whether or not we know what's going on? Okay, these are very important things to discuss because they're trying to roll out this technology within this year. This is also considered to be an engineered cell line or synthetic cell line or genetically modified cell line. Those are all different words that might be used. You have to understand the lingo because it can be confusing what someone's trying to talk about. An interesting point is that we cannot patent anything natural from nature. But we can patent something that's been created, modified, or engineered. A good example is Monsanto. It can genetically modify the seeds, therefore it's created something a little different. You may see the corn or the tomato or whatever in the grocery store and it looks the same as a wild type, but it's not. They changed something. So on the outside it looked the same, but on the inside it's not. So that, therefore, they control, they own those seeds.
0: Right. Um, Omar said, guys in the chat, he said um, that is so dangerous recoding our DNA might be connected to uh, eugenics. Yeah, right. And, and what are they trying to do? That's like the question that she's asking, right? It's dangerous to change our DNA, right? But what are, they, what, what are they trying to change it to? Why are they trying to change it? And what are they trying to change it to? That's the question. Right. What are they trying to say? I said earlier, what are they trying to put in our bodies and why? Now I've been told from the woman from FEMA that it's nanites. I've had people in my audience that say it's nanites. Right. And that that was the part of the 5G connection to have you be connected to all of your devices. And basically they take control. AI takes control of you, me and everybody. Now I, you could say, wow, that's just crazy out there. Conspiracy theory, bro. Don't even go there right? But what if it's something like that, right? Omar, you and I've talked off air about what what it is that Bill Gates is working on. And it was something just like that, right? Right? Okay. So if he's working on something like that already, and he's involved in this, and all the key players are involved, I did a video on that. You guys saw that? And they took that down saying it was conspiracy theory too. And I didn't do anything. There was nothing in there where I made up anything in my mind said anything i said what if what if they went after uh uh, von Daniken because his first book chariots of the gods he said what if 25 or 128 times and they went after him saying that he said it was this he said it was that he said it was this and he didn't he was saying what if this what if that right might might be trying to lower this is omar again talking and that he guys he can't talk in the regular chat because he's in facebook jail so he's messaging me personally those of you on MP3, you wouldn't notice the difference anyway, uh, because be, you can't see the chat unless I read it out loud. Maybe trying to lower our vibration since Earth vibration is changing, and if we are on a low end of that, means that no harvest uh, or or very small one. Absolutely, my friend. If it's the only way they have now to lower our vibration to keep us in that low place, because the Earth is changing. Because People are waking up because we defeated 5G, supposedly. And now it's and now it's actually helping people to uh, to vibrate at a, at a higher rate. Now they need something. They couldn't kill us off. If all the theories are true, that they tried to nuke us back in the 90s and that the coalition stopped them. Now, this is getting away from politics. So some of you are going, what the hell are you talking about now? Crazy alien conspiracy theories. I'm changing the channel. I, you know, do so at your own peril. You have to make up your own decisions. I'll continue in a minute, but this is going down the road, Omar. Right? So what if this is the only way they have now to try and keep our vibration low by injecting something nanites, something just to rechange our DNA to make us more, you know, violent to, to, to raise the bellicosity once again of the human race. Who knows, bro? We don't know. But what we do know is they're pardon the language, really fucking hard pressed, to convince the world they need this vaccine. If for no other reason, if there's no conspiracy theories whatsoever, $128 trillion payday by gaslighting everyone to believe that they need a virus, uh, a, a, a magic spell uh, for to get over this cold bug. It's just a flu bug. With And, and even the virus, uh, flu vaccines that they give you is only, only works 30% of the time. They admit that. 30% of the time. So they're going to inoculate the whole planet. Only 30% is actually going to... Uh, is it going to take the rest of us? Our bodies are just going to fight it off like anything else. And it's going to go away inert. But they're getting paid Skrilla. Skrilla-dilla. Okay, let's let the doctor continue speaking. Because she has the degree.
8: Now, if it's a wild type, one that just grows from nature, they cannot patent that. They
0: can't own that. Okay. So. Okay. You know, now I have... want to point out what she's saying right here. This, I had a, I had a guy who, who was also a doctor and he used to work for the CIA. It's in a video of mine. I think that uh, YouTube still has it up. Maybe if not, it's on my uh, MP3 podcast. That That's what he did was he worked for the government, of the United States and he went after and caught bad guys through algorithms and he Decided to go out on his own. He's his own company. Now he's watchdogging everybody. The question that we've always asked is, who watches the watchers? This guy, who used to be a watcher, now watches the watchers. And he said the same thing that she's saying. It's illegal to patent something that's natural, because nature can't be patented because it happens in nature naturally. Okay? So you can only patent something that's manufactured. Now, she hasn't said it yet, but the only reason she would be saying this is for the same reason that he said it. That the American government owns the patent on the coronavirus. So there's two things that happened. There's only two possibilities that happen here. And she's saying that right now. And I'll let her finish right after I say it. And this is what that CIA agent said. They either are lying and they patented nature, which is a felony, or they made a bioweapon and patented it, which is a felony. Do you understand? If the coronavirus happened in nature, why do they own the patent on it? They can't, that's a felony. There's my brother calling right on cue. My mom will be walking in here in a minute with the phone. Okay, so I think that's where she's going. So let me let that finish and let's see where she's going with this.
8: Translate that or uh, transpose that onto a human cell line or a human, that could potentially mean that we could be patented or human cell lines could be patented. And if it's patented, it has to have owners. So I think you might see where I'm going with this. And then what if our DNA is modified with genes from another species? Are we still human? Is this transhumanism? And then what if our DNA, our genome is modified and thus...
0: Okay, so wait, what? So look at where she's going with it. Right? So then if they can do that, they can patent you, me, our DNA, each one of us. Then they can modify it. They can do whatever they want. And they own you again. Omar, maybe that's where they're going with it. So they can own our DNA. Because if they're taking, you know what I mean? So maybe they are putting something in there that transmits everyone's DNA. So they're tracking it. So then they can patent it. I don't know. Let's let her finish.
8: This can be patented and owned. This is not a sci-fi movie or a future event. This is right now, today. This is called recombinant DNA and recombinant RNA technology. And this is what is proposed for COVID-19 vaccine. The coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines are designed to make us into genetically modified organisms. That is the same lingo and terminology used for Monsanto seeds, okay? So the front runners for this recombinant DNA technology are Innovio, which is uh, backed by the Gates Foundation, GlaxoSmith, Klein, and Sanofi. Um, also, Moderna is in there too now, but, uh, and that's also a Gates-backed foundation. And, we'll and, add and the Sophie,
0: DNA Sophie is the Johnson & Johnson one, guys, right? Yeah. So, Omar <laughs> said that's a very perplexing thought. So they're going to make us a genetically modified uh, object, which means they can patent us, dude. We're no longer non-GMO, we become GMO. And when we become GMO, we're not natural anymore. Therefore, they can patent us. They can own our DNA and then modify it.
8: Vaccine has never been used on humans before. Let me repeat that, please understand. This has never ever been used on humans before, never. They are now proposing to take something we've never used and to inject it into everyone. Vaccine trials are being fast tracked at a level at a rate that I have never seen in my life, nor did I ever expect to see this. They are skipping over the animal trials, going directly to human trials. They are not using good scientific methodology at all. They have no randomized placebo-controlled trials for any vaccine, which is the gold standard for any therapy to be approved by the FDA. They're not following any sound scientific protocol to make sure this is safe for us.
0: Yeah, Omar said, this is the kind of stuff that I talked about on my Saturn webinar related to abductions. This is like the next step. So if you guys haven't seen that, um, in fact, uh, Omar did it on his uh, on his show. And then he also, we did a, a, an extended version of, he had a anniversary and he talked about it there, but then he did the whole show uh, on, on my anniversary show and he only got to do half of it. So then we refilmed after that, the second half of it. So between his show and my two shows, there was, you know, they were both like 15 hours long. His was like 20 hours long. Mine was like 15 hours long. Uh, but Omar's at the end of the first one, the last two hours, the last three hours. And then we did two hours at another time. I would suggest that you take a look at that because we discussed what she's talking about here in quite a lot of depth that because the, the, what I had heard from the people at, the, um, at FEMA, that they were trying to do just that. And I have also people that are fans of mine who I'm trying to get to come on the show because uh, um, one individual in particular, she knows like all of this and been telling me this for a while. Okay, so what if they're trying to do that and then they can take control of us as well, right? If not, they own your DNA. They own you. They can do whatever they want with you, right? And then Omar says, I've noticed a lot of people have been getting uh, psychic abilities as of late and maybe this is an attempt to suppress that. Absolutely it is. I was just talking to my brother about this. His son, his last born son, uh, was given vaccines when he was little and it caused him to have seizures and that made him uh, autistic, but at the time there was no lawsuit. So my brother couldn't get in the lawsuit. And by the time there was one, <coughs> my brother and his wife were so tired from dealing with having two other children and having an autistic son that they literally had to put a leash on. He's far better now, but they've, they've gone through extensive, extensive training with him, psychological training, physical training, uh, and you know, doctors and, and nurses and oh man, just the, but he's in a functional Sheldon now. Right. Um, but he, he wasn't as a child. He was just really, really hard to deal with. And when I heard about it <coughs> and told my brother there was a class action lawsuit that sued the pharmaceutical companies, they stopped doing that stuff. They were putting shit into kids. And the theory was that too many of the kids that were coming through were coming through as star seeds or whatever you want to call them. Right? And because of that, they were vibrating too high. And it was a concerted effort by the governments to dumb them down. Giving them the, the uh, autism, even though it makes a lot of them savants, it dumbs down their, their, uh, their ability to understand how the vibration works. So, they, like, he, he's a brilliant, brilliant kid. Super genius. But he's not really super spiritual right now. And that'll change as he gets older. But he would have been had not because you normally naturally go that way. But you, we don't know. So that was the theory, at, you know, that they were doing it on purpose. Uh, Either way, even if they did it on accident, again, what she's saying here, again, her opinion, you know, not mine, so, you know, I'm not drawing conclusions, but she's saying that they're being reckless for some reason. What reason? Again, that's the question.
8: Make sure it would work for us to know anything about it, and they want to inject it into everybody. The vaccine manufacturers in general are actually exempt from product liability, meaning if it causes seizures, paralysis, etc., they don't, as a group are liable. Okay. They also are exempted from randomized controlled trials. They're doing this with the COVID-19 vaccine, but they're also doing this, uh, with other vaccines recently where they can just say, well, we've had the MMR vaccine before. We don't need to do that. You might have tweaked it a little bit. It's still the same thing. We'll kind of you know mindset is that i, I can't believe that because just a little change can make a big difference also they're exempted from needing evidence to prove that these things will do what they say they will do so for instance they just have to prove that the vaccine is producing antibodies okay just because you have antibodies does not make you immune to something we don't know that for a fact we don't know if it really would work out in the population of people
0: I wasn't monitoring the chat, but Danny had said uh, in this uh, seven minutes ago, was pertaining to when I was talking about it, I think I read that the aliens silenced all of our nukes so that we wouldn't have the atomic bomb. They did in the 90s, bro. I was told the same thing. They were going to nuke. The powers that should not be were going to nuke the planet because there's too many of us waking up. So they were just going to kill everybody off topside. They already have bases off world and they have the bases underground. And they were going to actually do it. Okay? And... The coalition stopped them by rendering every nu- every nuclear weapon on the face of the earth completely inert. That's why the Cold War stopped, and you never heard about it again until recently, because they had to build, they had to enrich new, new uranium and build new nukes. So you didn't hear about it until like you know five years ago, ten years ago, because there wasn't any from 1991 between 91 and 93 until 2012 or 13. Isn't that crazy? All right, let me let her finish.
8: A real study, a good study would show that it actually works in the population of people. They're not doing that. They say they don't have time. So it may not work at all. Okay, so let's ask ourselves, what is the purpose then? So another important fact to know about all vaccines is that many of them are using the MRC5 aborted fetal cell lines from the 1960s. This is an immortalized cell line. Immortalized means it does not die In other words, it is a cell that has lost the ability to go through apoptosis. And a cell that cannot go through that death process is called cancer. That is a definition of cancer. So they're trying to use a lot of words for you not to realize you're using a cancerous cell. Another term for aborted fetal cells are diploid cells. And they have other terms for them, but I'm just giving you the two main ones they'll use if you look at the list of ingredients. Some of the vaccines that are using these cancerous cell lines are MMR (measles, mumps, rubella), chickenpox, shingles, hepatitis A and B, poliovax, and others. Now, I just want to put this point in because people always tell me, "What you're saying is fantastical. There's no way this is going on. Absolutely not. I trust our governments. I trust our companies. I trust Bill Gates. You're saying false information." I just want to tell you that. Many, many physicians and researchers have tried to get this information to the public for many years and have been silenced one way or the other. Many of my colleagues have tried to do that. I know I have tried my best. So we have tried to bring this to the public. It's not, when there's money behind it, it doesn't work. You know, the media is controlled. So this is why you don't see healthcare professionals and other researchers speak up more. You see some still, but you don't see the group of us.
0: That's because the, the ones that do it are the independents, like her. And that was the same group of, of doctors that were uh, going before the, the uh, courthouse and giving a press conference talking about uh, hydroxychloroquine. They were all independent practitioners that owned their own practices. All the other ones who work for somebody won't talk about it because they're afraid to get fired. Right? Now, Omar said, referring to the nuclear uh, weapon uh, business, he said, yeah, Last year, Russia was showing off their new nukes, remember? Same with India, Pakistan, North Korea. Weapons first time for the Russians to do that. It's just showed their weapons since uh, for like 15 years or so. Absolutely, bro. Nobody talked about it for like 15 years. Then all of a sudden, they started bragging about having new nuclear weapons. Well, that's because they finally had them again. Right? Do you see? All right. Um, Wait, so to reiterate... They're going to use a cancer cell to inject something into us. Just wanted to get and for what end again, right? Here we go.
8: Uh, we don't feel like we have freedom of speech. Um, just wanted to go on an Italian report uh, backed by the government of Italy and a group of scientists called Corvella. i will give you a reference to that later gave its conclusions about some of the vaccines I just mentioned. Their group of scientists state that these vaccines have the potential of increased oncogenesis, meaning increased risk of cancers, increased risk of mutagenesis or mutant genes. What that would exactly mean, I don't know either.
0: I had that video she's talking about and it was taken down and I and I didn't get to record it before it was taken down. I have had that when an Italian doctor, Saying, do not give your get the vaccine. It will give you cancer. And he was the head of that research that he she's talking about. So I hope she gives us the where to go to get that because I will go and get that and I'll put it on my hard drive and I'll play it for you guys.
8: Increased risk of transmitting live infections. Well, this has been well known. They also a lot of times would have a bacteria that's a contaminant or Mycoplasma pneumonia is a very common bacteria as a contaminant. Um, this really has nothing to do supposedly with the, the vaccine itself, but they are in there. So you are getting an infection on top of the vaccine. So folks telling you just this part, this could be considered or possibly the potential to be used as a bioweapon, right? They're injecting cancers into your body, along with very toxic substances like mercury derivatives, and aluminum derivatives and other things like that in addition to the unknown effect of the combination and accumulation of these vaccines together and the synergistic effect that happens for instance if you have one vaccine with a known amount of side effects and another one with its known amount of side effects you put them together in a human's body within a some time of a time frame it's not just like a plus b equals a and b The two together can have a synergistic effect and have a 100 times more uh, detrimental side effects than just what you would imagine. Right. So we don't know this. There haven't been any studies done on us.
0: So I had said, I don't think I said it here on air, but I was talking to somebody and I said that. What if this vaccine is a time bomb? What if they're in a hurry? They need to they need to vaccinate people and they need to make it mandatory and get it to 300, you know, uh, 7.5 billion people and they need to have it done within that would take a year right to have it done so what if they had a long run end game where everybody who had it now you're a ticking time bomb and you're you're going to die but it has it has to wait because because if people start dying by the millions other people who haven't gotten the shot yet aren't going to get it so they have to have it on a longer timeline either that or it's something to to control us with because what would be the whole purpose of doing it It would have to be either control, right? Control detonation or death of the human species. Otherwise, why would they be doing it other than $128 trillion? So if all of that, that's thrown out, they're going to give us some bullshit that's going to give them richer than they already are. Or there's got to be some other reason guys.
8: The pediatric population is definitely the most susceptible due to their immaturity of their immune systems, which would be common sense. So let's go back to the topic of why the vaccines are being pushed so heavily on us if the current research and evidence for using them is flawed. So let's follow the money and that usually will give you some better ideas. So in 2011, uh, the German company CureVac was a um, was given $33 million for their research and development of RNA vaccines. Then in 2013, Moderna Therapeutics was given 25 million for their research and development of RNA vaccines. Then in 2015, Inovia was given 45 million for their DNA vaccines, which they also uh, mentioned admitting to using DNA nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is uh, using microscopic uh, or very tiny little robotic organisms, okay? Um, All of these companies are backed by the Gates Foundation or have been um, associated with the Gates Foundation.
0: Wait a minute, what? All of these companies backed by the Gates Foundation, right? Or involved with it? Now that goes back to another video. Hold on, let me drink water. That goes back to another video that implicated George Soros, Anthony Fauci, and Bill Gates. George Soros was the original owner of Moderna. And the first uh, CEO of Moderna was Anthony Fauci. And Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates were roommates when they were in college. Okay? Okay. So the same money has been together as friends all this time. And now who are the main players that are, that are happening now? They in, introduced another one, Mike Bloomberg. Why is that? John Hopkins University. That was on the same video. John Hopkins University. The wing that they're doing all this investigation, that they're giving all of the information to all the news corporations, is the Mike Bloomberg Research Center. Mike Bloomberg paid for that to be built, and then pulled all his doctors handpicked in to do the researching, and they're they're giving all these numbers out to the world. They're the ones who are tracking the coronavirus, all the numbers of the coronavirus, all the testing of the coronavirus, and giving all the information to every single news agency. Next time you hear them give you numbers, look on the screen, it'll say uh, numbers from John Hopkins University, John Hopkins University, right? Welcome, Cheryl. Or Sharon, I'm sorry, I have to look down. Sharon, welcome. Been a minute, right? Glad to see you here, right? Okay, so, so all these people are all still the same group of people. The money, again. Here we go. Let's follow the money.
8: Some way. It's important to note that so far, these companies have been unable to get these products licensed.
0: Yeah, go back and watch everything from the beginning when you have the time, uh, Sharon. Definitely. Go back because there's some juicy tidbits leading up to this. And this I had to get from Zimbabwe. This was sent to me literally before I went on air at four o'clock, five minutes, ten minutes before I went on air. So I'm recording this and hearing this for the first time that you guys are hearing this for the first time. OK.
8: for human use due to the fact that these vaccines have failed to pr- provide sufficient immunity in human trials. Sufficient immunity is again only stating that you have a certain amount of antibodies. This again is not showing that the person is completely immune out in the public to whatever virus or bacteria they're trying to protect you from. It's only looking in in vitro, in a test tube, how many antibodies. This is not good science yet to prove the efficacy of these vaccines, even if they could get this. In 2010, DARPA, which is the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, military agency, is sort of focusing on DNA and RNA vaccines. And they had a synthetic DNA vaccine that could be delivered via non-invasive electroporation, which is using kind of a sticker with um, microneedles in it on your skin. You can barely feel it go in there. And in their words, in quotations, it is is to enhance and subvert, end of quotations, humans at a genetic level. This is around the same year Bill Gates heavily started to fund the DNA RNA vaccines with the companies mentioned before. In 2012, DARPA acknowledges a brain machine interface, that is AI, artificial intelligence, and the human brain will form a neural network and therefore have the ability to communicate by thought alone are being influenced or
0: controlled remotely. Okay. So this is the, so here, think about that. Omar, we just talked about that. So she literally says that nanites nanite technology, right? And that you would be interfaced with a computer and, or be able to be controlled remotely. Could you imagine everybody on the planet needs to have a shot and then all of a sudden comply? Comply, consume, sleep. We go, we, we segue right into Rowdy Ronnie Piper's movie. They live. Where he said he thought that was the documentary they were filming. And all the human race was being gaslit and they couldn't see the aliens. If somebody created, to, you know, well, they, they used gray bands, but they had sunglasses. and that blocked the that masked what was masking us from seeing them and we were able to see and he was and the whole movie was him trying to get his buddy to to see it as well and what the hell do we do? Now we have to stop this. So literally now everybody has to have this inoculation and she's saying that the technology that they were working on would be something they could get into your system that would change your DNA and we hear, we heard that the 5G was supposed to do that. And this was somebody from the, from the uh, FEMA. Two different women from FEMA and another woman who, who I talked to who knew somebody was in FEMA said the same thing. Okay? And we know that FEMA is now government-run just like what she's talking about that organization is. So it's part of the military now. And they're claiming that this is what they planned. And she's telling you right now Basically the same thing without knowing what the people from FEMA said. And that's her specialty. She's a doctor. Let's continue.
8: idea you go into maybe your smart home, think about turning on the air conditioner, the fan, your favorite program, um, have the stove start cooking something, who knows what. And it happens because it's Wi-Fi. That's a-
0: what happens if you're like having a dream about cooking food? Is your house going to catch fire because the, the stove's going to start trying to cook shit? Think about that, that could be bad.
8: Sounds cool, right? But think about that. If it's going one way, it's coming back another way. What if the smart home can give you messages too? Right, Uh, right. This all ties in together, so bear with me. So another DARPA program. Um, around that time is next gen non-surgical nanotechnology n3 program and it involves non-invasive or minimally invasive brain computer interfaces to read and write directly onto your brain do you understand what this means i'm laughing because it's blowing my mind away still even though i've known about this for a while read and write directly Beer rewriting what's happening in your brain your memories your thoughts now people think this is exciting it's the matrix it's literally the matrix i want to learn karate download it i know karate your body would know how to do it i want to learn how to be a french cuisine chef download it instantly i can do that i can learn a language probably within days or one day i don't know so that's
0: So then what if they then come out and say, well, we're basically in charge and there's nothing you can do about it, and you say, then I'll rebel, and they say, kill yourself. Take out a gun and shoot your own self in the head. You're going to do it. Right? Think about that. What if that happens? You can't resist because they won't let you. Resistance is futile.
8: That part sounds cool. You think you can control this? Something else is controlling you. Something else is rewriting your emotions, your experiences. You may have artificial memories of things you don't know what is reality. You've become a computer program. You've become a character in a computer program that you don't, you do not control. This is not sci-fi. This is today. This all ties in. So also to note that DARPA funded a company that that produces soft, flexible hydrogels. I've mentioned hydrogels in the past. Injected beneath the skin to perform health monitoring. Important to hear this. They sync to a smartphone app to give the user immediate health.
0: Yeah, but Sharon, you have to understand that they're fast tracking this stuff through. They're talking about having a vaccine this year. They're trying to get it out and have it ready by October or November this year. Okay, so what if they do? And then they say, well, it won't be able to be mass produced to the public until next year. Either case. Either case, think about that. Either case, say it, say that they don't have it until next year, but they're going to they're make it mandatory. Why? Because they're already ramping up the Twindemic for this season. Worst, worst flu season on, on, in history. We're all going to die. Mass mass people in the hospitals worse than last year, right? Because they know that it happens earlier last year. I know it. I looked it up. They never admitted that the flu season started in October and November of last year, but they talked about it at the CDC, that more than 90,000 people came down sick with something they didn't know what it was, and they said it had to have been something new because none of our antibodies from any normal flu bug that we knew about worked. But they didn't know the words coronavirus because that didn't pop up to the world until December. Okay? So that's crazy. So Danny says, just saying our blood is, is turning into crystallized uh, fr- uh, uh, from for the save information, right? <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, here, here's the thing, Danny, when, when, you, when you meditate enough and raise your vibrational level, your chakra points actually do crystallize anyways. So as you, as you start to ascend at this point, transitioning from the third to the fourth, from 3D to 4D, your body naturally goes through that. So if your body's already naturally going through that, it wouldn't be hard for them to, at that point, when everyone's starting to do that in the, in the brain, in your body, um, I have friends who are filming that where they're like uh, pulling out tear ducts and they have crystalline in their uh, tear ducts, their hands uh, starting to glisten in the sunlight because there's, they have little teeny crystals everywhere. So you're right. The information can be downloaded into that. What if the nanites are designed to use this crystalline structures as, as the information highway? They already know that a bunch of people are starting to get close to that, right? I know this is a crazy conspiracy theory, but all these crazy conspiracy theories that people have been talking about for the last five years, it seems that people like this woman, who are actual doctors, are warning, saying, this is what I know, right? And then they go, that person's crazy. They don't know anything, and they're crazy. And this woman's stuff's been kicked off everywhere off the Internet. These guys from Zimbabwe put it up, and they put a couple videos ahead of it Right, and then so they, we went like 15, 20 minutes in, even though the subject line was the same before she started talking. Right, I don't think it was that long, but it was like five minutes. Okay. So we're saying one hundred and four degrees, no control over the body functions, bad. Uh, check out, check out. Along at three a.m., fever broke. Never been seen. Uh, never been so sick. Well, see if yeah, if you have uh, the one hundred and four temperature. You know, that's that's bad, right? And you don't have control of your body. That's crazy. Okay, so let's see what else she has to say here. She says, we're almost done. She only has like five minutes left.
8: Insights. However, hydrogel nanotechnology grows and spreads in the body once implanted. We do not know how this affects our DNA.
0: Okay, so the hydrogel, again, I was told by someone at the at FEMA that they had this gel that they were gonna have you put on your forehead or on your hands. And that's when I said, Oh, that's like the microchip like for the number of the beast. In your forehead or in your right hand. But I was told that Bill Gates was so this is another person corroborating the same story that they have this hydrogel and that it's going to do the same thing. It's, a, it's the application. She's giving us several different applications from several different pharmaceutical companies of the nanite technology and the DNA uh, test uh, um, changing technology.
8: We know that it can send information directly and continuously to an artificial intelligence. Okay, so all of us in a smartphone, mine included, we have health apps. One way or the other, it's in your phone. Sometimes you have to look under a Google app, whatever, it's there. You can disable it, but you can't erase it. It's impossible. This is the COVID-19 apps you're putting in too. It has to do with this. They're getting you set up. You have the app, you have the software. Now all you need is this little hydrogel that's put there and then forever, everything in your body is monitored. You're, for a woman, your ovulation, when you menstruate, how many times you've had sex for a man, how many times you've had sex, um, how much alcohol contents in your body, all the vitamins and minerals. If you've fallen down, how many steps you're taking, if you're anxious, your emotions, your sleep, everything, they know everything about you continuously and it's going to an AI program. What is that doing?
0: Right. Now there's a good question, Julie. What if they put it in hand sanitizer? That's everywhere now and everybody's obsessed with it, right? Great question. Now I'm rereading the questions, guys. I know that you guys that are watching this live can read this in the chat. But I'm also, this is also going on on my MP3 podcast. So that goes all over the world as well. And the people around the world can't see these questions. That's why I keep reading your guys' stuff out loud. I'm not just reading it out loud for fun. I'm doing that because I'm involving the rest of the planet. Right? So... Yeah, or am I missing an application process, right? No, that's what it's exactly what they were saying, that, that this gel. What if they put the gel in hand sanitizer? It's already a gel. What if they just add that in? We're all buying it now because we're using the hand sanitizer for a, a virus that's not any more deadly than the common cold, right? But we're obsessed with it, man. I just watched a video of a woman getting tased and arrested because she was watching a football game, her son's football game, outside, and she wasn't wearing a mask, and the security guard came over and wrestled with her. And tased her and took her off in handcuffs. And no one did anything about it. Bah, sheeple. Sheeping, sleeping.
8: That's something they're trying to do very fast. They're already getting you set up on your smartphone. This is not fantasy, this is real. So, in conclusion, we are entering into uncharted territory that can change what it means to be human. The vaccines for COVID-19 are not safe by any scientific methodology. They're introducing cancerous and mutagenic cell lines into our bodies and have been for a long time. They're introducing toxins into our bodies. This has been going on for a long time. Introducing different animal genomes into our body. This has been going on for a long time. They do not have proof that what they do will, what they do, what they said they're going to do will happen. There's absolutely no proof yet, okay? They don't have to have the proof. The recombinant RNA, recombinant DNA technology will cause permanent and unknown genetic changes in a person's body.
0: Okay, sorry Omar, I didn't keep up with yours. So let me read the last couple things that Omar said here. Uh, He's making some good comments, right? He says, he says, when people when people say you're crazy, that's just their programming talking in real life. All, all the so-called uh, conspiracies that we've been warned about are in fact true. And that's what I just said. Okay, so I think we will probably said that at the same time because that was back a couple minutes ago, that we're coming to find out that they're true, right? So, and then he says, I'll bet new phones, I'll bet you that the new phones that are going to be released, all are going to have, have to have the COVID app on it. Absolutely, I'll bet you're right. Um, I don't use it, I don't either. I have a hand sanitizer that... Uh, was bought like five four years ago or three years ago or something that's sitting on my uh, uh, in this on the sink in my restroom for anybody that wants to use it but I don't use hand sanitizer <clears throat> right um, yeah like you know what about toxins fast food like you know McDonald's you know yeah right I don't know man I'm just saying permanent once they
8: their DNA has changed he or she will live with that change for the rest of their lives. And also the ripple effects from that genetic change, who knows what they could be for the rest of his or her life. There's no going back. It's not like, Oh, I got that vaccine. It didn't work. You know, I won't do it again. No, it's, it's do or die with this. I, I don't know. And I don't think they, whoever's trying to market this really knows the ultimate outcome. It doesn't sound good. Essentially, this creates a new species and perhaps destroys an old one, us. Us as humans that we know. It's also introducing nanotechnology and its robotic effects into the body. This is all suggesting the ability to use this vaccine and its ancillary products, the things I mentioned just now, and then some of the names are like ID2020, et cetera, to hook up, to hook us all up to an artificial intelligence interface. This is not a one-way street, this is a two-way street. So I know it's a lot of information to digest and scares me, it has scared me for years. I've been to scientific meetings where they've talked about this. I've been to business meetings where they talk about this. This is real, it's not fantasy. I've studied this since I was my early 20s. And uh, it's real. And uh, we have to speak up now for us, for our families, for our future generations, for the human race. It's no joke, guys. Please do your own research As much as you can and start talking and talking and don't stop the social media stay on all of it and you start flooding the social media with this we have a chance if we start to wake up more people it's with greatest love and peace I tell you this and I'm happy to talk about other topics and subjects and I'll give you these references that I have So tell me what you think uh, and uh, please speak up, okay?
0: (laughs) Okay, so let me get back over here and and get out of that and go back here. There's me if my camera's still on. Maybe I should just put it on the the scrolling. Yeah, it looks like I have all the windows open and so because of that my operating system is moving a little slow. Let me close some of these uh, extra windows that I don't need open and extra programs that I don't need open. So I free myself up a little bit of space while I'm doing that. I'll put you on the the rolling um, um, screenshots there. So, okay, so here's the thing. These conspiracy theories that have been out there that people are talking about, all of a sudden become reality, it looks like, right? So that's just crazy to think about because it, you know, if, if, if all these things that they're saying is true, then it is the end game, guys. <laughs> this, is, this is the end game. Now, I don't usually talk about this. And a lot of us know about this, but we don't normally talk about it. And I've been hinting about it a little bit, and I brought it up once. And I'm going to bring it up here, right, for, for a, a specific reason. What a lot of you guys don't know, and I know it sounds really crazy, and some of this stuff might even sound crazy to you that's happening, but understand that I'm part of a coalition Okay, and I'm working with other coalitions, right? You're called a coalition until you're called a terrorist organization. Okay, and under different aliases, during the 80s into the 90s, I was in the Irish Republican Army, and I did what I'm doing now, just like this for the Irish Republican Army. Okay, I saw the internet, saw the potential of the internet, took it to the to the IRA, took it to Sinn Féin, and then the IRA. IRA. And said, we need to get the information out to the world. The internet is the highway to get everything out to the to the world. And I will do this. And they said, set it up. So I set it up. And that's what I did under a couple of different aliases. And I ran information. And I'm not afraid to tell about it now because now I'm a patriot. Because they won and they are, have their freedom. And they were acknowledged as a free and sovereign nation. Therefore, everybody that worked for the military is therefore now just a secret service agent. Okay, so I was in the IRA, and my job was propaganda. My job was to make sure that money was procured in the United States and made it back to the people in Ireland, the right people. I made sure that people from Ireland who needed to disappear in America made it and were coupled up with people that could hide them here in the United States. My job was to get all information as to what was going on to and about the Irish government and to the people out to the people of the world to get them angry and to get them to acknowledge that there was atrocities happening that were being covered up by the English government and all other governments. Eventually the English government and the United States government hired the Irish Republican army because they were the only terrorist organization on the face of the earth that has never been caught. And the way that they work to this day is still, they don't catch everyone. They tried, they even tried during that time that the military and the FBI were following my websites and my uh, information highways and all of my names trying to make, you know, all this stuff. I'm not saying this stuff because I'm trying to brag or lie about it because this could get you killed if I'm lying about it. That'd be like me saying that I'm part of the Aryan Brotherhood and I'm one of the high up mucky mucks. You, you go tell somebody who really is, they're going to send a bunch of bikers over here to kill me. Okay. So now that I'm retired from there, I'm I'm still with the coalition's still doing this and we're doing the same thing that we were doing for the Irish for this planet okay and this is why I do what I do so you guys can all turn the channel off and don't believe me and go okay this guy's a lunatic and he's that's it I'm out of here goodbye I don't care because the people who will listen are the ones that I'm trying to get this information out to okay so here's something that I don't talk about some of us know about this and you can go around to the guys that are insiders and you'll hear them and you ask them and they'll go okay yeah Okay, one thing that we don't talk about around the whole alien thing, we try to keep that away because people get a little turned off when we go, okay, how is this all encompassed? Okay, there's an alien race that's trying to take over the, the, uh, our, our planet, and they're trying to do it by lying and getting everybody to believe that we're a slave labor race because we control the logos, we control the narrative here. If we all believe we're slaves, we become slaves. That's not the important thing, but that's, basic. that's what the basis of that is. There's also a temporal war going on. This is something we don't always talk about because people have a hard enough time understanding and getting what I just said to you. But now to say the Hopi legend was right, to say the Aborigines from Australia legend was right and all these other countries around the world, that this time is the Christian faith, the Muslim faith, the Hebrew faith, end times when a decision has to be made is now. Okay, and there's a temporal war going on What does that mean? That means a time war. And there are two timelines, one of which is AI-controlled matrix, kind of like the matrix in the movie. The AI is controlling the human race and the human population is far less than it is now. And then there's a a population, there's a, a, a timeline where the human race doesn't go AI like we're trying to go now. And we stop that from happening And um, the majority of the people go to that timeline. Okay. But both of those timelines are going backwards in time to warn us. One is trying to encourage AI and the other is trying to warn us about it. And they're literally warring and killing each other throughout time. Now that means craziness for us because we're in the third dimension and time for us is linear. We have a past, a present, and a future, and they're separated. Everywhere after this, past, present, and future happened at the exact same moment. So a war in time is instantaneous. So it's their present. And that is a quantum weirdness that people here don't have a, a way of understanding. So it kind of gets you weirded out. That's why we don't talk about it too much. Okay, but this is the time when we have to stand up and give information to people this information needs to get out there. They keep deleting it. Why? Okay. They're deleting it because they don't want you to know because they're, par- they're painting the narrative. The narrative is being controlled by those people who have the money, who own all of the news agencies, own Mark Zuckerberg, own that dude who's in charge of, of Google, who's in, and Google owns YouTube. And all these large corporations, they are the money. Bill Gates. They are the money. They're working to what end? To control the species, to lower the population, and to keep people like me from telling you what's going on. And I know it's hard for people to understand. Some of you are not gonna. You have to make a choice whether you believe it or not. It is happening. There is a war that's going on, I came to this planet from somewhere else, not in this body. I was not born in another place and flew a ship here, okay? I was in another reality, in a higher plane, and I heard the call uh, to action to help this planet, and I decided to recycle, to be reborn in a lower dimension, this one. And I have come here, and there's millions, billions at this point of us who have come here to help you. We are working as coalitions on this planet with people on this planet and the coalitions of the people in outer space. There's a coalition of nine and a coalition of 14 that uh, the the base is uh, the rings of Saturn. And they're in a higher plane. So in that higher plane, there's an entire species that lives there. But we can't see them here in this existence because we're vibrating at a certain octave. And that octave is a certain range on the scale of vibration. So there's coexisting uh, people in the fourth dimension that are here. Literally an entire planet of people like what we got going on on the earth is going on right now next to us at a different vibration. And I know you, you don't have to believe any of this. Look it up. Go down that rabbit hole. If you throw all of that crazy magic away, like I said before, what's the end game, people? Why are they doing what they're doing and what is their purpose for doing it? Do you understand? Okay. So that's what you need to figure out for yourself, right? So what is Lisa saying? Lisa, can they block can they block chakras from opening? Yeah, that's what they've done with the pineal gland, your third eye. They put fluoride in your toothpaste and that keeps your third eye from opening and actually has it solidifying crystal over so it doesn't work properly. Um, so they, they try to, yeah, they, what they do is with everything that's going on, with all the distractions that are going on and all the programming, all the programming is, is a lot of violence, a lot of deviancy. Think about all the TV shows that are um, Survivor This, Big Brother That, right? And everybody is is trying to screw each other over and manipulate each other. That's low vibration. And everybody watches those shows like it's candy. They're sitting there eating popcorn, and they love that stuff. And then they have all the daytime shows that does the same thing. They get the old folks with the soap operas. They get the young folks with the My Baby Daddy, and let's, test the, let's get the DNA and find out who the real daddy is. All of that's low vibration. So they're forcing you to be out of alignment. Your entire body is out of alignment because you're tuning into and paying attention to the low vibration stuff. Violence debauchery, video games that have a high level of violence, right? Uh, everything that is keeping you from the quote-unquote nuclear family, right? You don't need to have a, a, a masculine and feminine in in raising children. Yes, you do. It doesn't matter if they're both men. It doesn't matter if they're both women. It doesn't matter if it's one man and one woman. My brother's dynamic is that his wife is more aggressive than he is. She's the the dominant. She's the masculine and he's the feminine. He's the nurturer, but he's also a man, but he's the more of a nurturer than his wife is. His wife does all the whipping of the ass. But it works for their family. The kids still understand one person is dominant, the other person is passive and more of a nurturer. You have to have the balance of both. You can't have the same person do both. It doesn't work, it confuses children. So they're, they're trying to split all that up. They're, taking, they're trying to get all spirituality out of reality. All of that is a plan to keep you vibrating at a low level. And if you're vibrating at a low level, then you're complacent. If you're complacent, you go get the shot because they tell you to. Then all of a sudden, you don't know it, but they're in control of you. You go to sleep at night and you don't know that your body gets up and goes and and starts getting on the internet and doing whatever they want you to do, right? What if they decide they need soldiers, conscripts? We're going to go to war and we need soldiers. Just pick up a million out of New York. They all just get up and walk out and go pick up a gun and start shooting people for them. Think about that. What if they're already doing that, gaslighting people into doing that? So then you're going to have, if they want to get rid of guns, what are they going to do? Well, you just have a couple of guys go into a movie theater and shoot people up and kill themselves. Wait, they're already doing that. That's weird. Okay, so what if that's their end game? What if they're going to do all that to get rid of guns? Get people so afraid of guns that they all turn in the guns. They tell you to turn in your guns. You get the shot, everybody gets the shot, turn in all your guns. Yeah, we think it's a good idea to turn in our guns. I think I want to turn in all my guns. And the nanites are telling you to turn in the guns. And you go turn in your guns. That's it. Now you have no way to defend against yourself. They They have control over your brain. So now if you try to question... They know you're questioning, just like that woman said. They're tracking everything you're thinking, everything your body's doing, if you're anxious. So they're going to know this guy's up to something because he's anxious. What's he up to? Let's go into his brain. Oh, here he is. He's thinking of rebelling, and he's starting a revolution. Okay, let's stop that. Think about that, if that's possible. And I know it sounds crazy far-fetched. This shit, when people told me contrails five years ago, I thought they were fucking nuts. People told me shadow banning. Romar's in the audience. Sharon's in the audience. We've had conversations endless. Five years ago, shadow banning. You guys smoke too much pot. eh, I know what shadow banning is. It happens. It's happened to me. It's happening to senators and congressmen. The fucking president of the United States. Because they, they don't agree with his narrative. So they shadow ban him. And there's nothing that can be done about it because the government already was in the pocket and paid off to make sure that these, had, these people had complete autonomy. They could do whatever they want, these companies. They don't even pay taxes to the government. And who owns these companies? The people who are the money behind everything. Follow the money. Where does it go? It goes back to people like George Soros and Mike Bloomberg. It goes back to people like the Rockefellers. It goes back to people like, you know, uh, uh, whatever, Jeffrey Epstein and the people he worked for. Do you understand? Names we don't even know. And they're the ones pulling the strings, guys. They're the ones pulling the strings. They're your enemy. And it's not a race war, man. There's no war over race. There's no systemic racism. There is none. What it is, it's, it's a systemic classism. It is the rich and the elite and the rest of the people. And they, in their minds, see us as slaves. All of us. Doesn't matter your color. Indiscriminately, if you are not their DNA bloodline and related to them, you are a slave to be done with whatever they want. I'm just saying, you can believe me. Or you can say I'm a nutball and turn me off and put your head in the sand and hope that while your head is in the sand, somebody doesn't walk by with a needle and stick it in your ass. Do you see? And it's coming to that. It's coming to the point where we're trying to tell everyone, but you can lead a horse to water. You just can't make it drink. Okay. What's this? Uh, I don't know what that is, Omar. You have to tell me what that is. He says, uh, 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 M-E-W-E got shut down in Canada for a $1 billion scandal. I'm not sure I know who they are. Um, Yeah, (laughs) you're a slave, Neil. Neil, right? Yeah. And yeah, and Omar is seriously shadow banned. He is now, right now, currently. Omar cannot type in the chat on Facebook because he's shadow banned, so he's talking to me directly on Messenger, and I have to read it to you guys. (laughs) Right? And he says, you're a slave, Neo. Those were words from Morpheus to Neo. You're a slave, Neo. Right? Take the blue pill or take the red pill. The question that you have to answer is... Right? Is, the, is that, is, is, I'm sure, I'm, yeah, we are seriously shadow banned. Yeah, we are. Okay. And if, if they don't, once, once I go, when I, once I'm done live with this show, I'll guarantee you this show will be deleted within a f- 10 or 15 minutes, if not, if not right after. I, I'm not kidding. It'll say uh, uh, fact checkers. And then I can look at it, and you guys can't see it, but I'll look at the fact checkers, and it's always factcheck.org, which is owned and operated by George Soros and Mike Bloomberg. Their money paid for it. So it's the same people who's paying for these vaccines, people. The same people that are paying for these vaccines are the same people that are the fact-check places that are fact-checking all of us and saying it's a conspiracy theory online and that it's lies. And I've shown that. You can see my videos that didn't get taken down because uh, I just talked about it, but most of the time they get taken down. And then when you harp on it, they take it down. And if you do too much of that, too often, they take you down. No questions asked. They did it to Omar, deleted his entire page without any discussion as to why and never gave him an explanation. Just deleted one day. They were going to delete me a year ago in September. I was scheduled to be deleted. And in fact, I was off air. On my, my, I was, no one could find me. They couldn't find my page, but, the, but my or they couldn't find my, yeah, they couldn't find my page. They couldn't find me at one of my pages, my ancient aliens worldwide page. But they could find my Ancient Aliens Worldwide group, which was weird because that's where I posted the page, the video that I think was the basis for them to try and delete me. I don't know. But I had to go to Coalition and tell them I need this account. I was operating under a different account. I have three, four. One's different name, one's an alias. Well, actually, this name's an alias too. I don't have an account under my legal name. No, not a single one. All under my pen name. There's three of them under my pen name and one, on, no, it's under a completely different name. So... But see, I've been used to doing that. I've been doing that since the 80s, right? The late 80s, early 90s, when the when the internet hit. So what do we do? You guys, each one of you out there, need to make a need to make a decision on what you want to do going forward. I don't know how much time we have, but at this point, we you know we're talking about this. They're going as fast as they can on this on this inoculation. It looks like they're trying to roll out that everybody ha- fucking has to have it. So you have to. Listen to guys like me and these other doctors who are giving you the actual numbers and showing you that this is not deadly. 99% of everyone who gets it doesn't die from it. It's not that that deadly. Oh, it's more deadly than the regular flu. It might be a little more deadlier than the regular flu, but it's not as deadly as they claim. Go back and listen to this from the beginning before it gets shut down, and you'll hear these doctors and scientists are saying, they're not telling you what the, what the uh, false positive rate is, period. They're acting like it's nothing, and that's impossible. Nothing has a 100% positivity, positive rate, nothing. So they're counting everything, including the false negatives. And at the very, 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 very least, it has to be a 0.1%, which means 50% or more of all positive tests are not a real positive. It's a false positive. So at the very, 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 very least, according to every scientist who looks into this and knows how this works, half of every positive number on the planet is false. At the very, 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 very least. And it could be as high as 75% of all numbers. So the only number that's an accurate number is those people that are dying. But we know I've already shown you insiders. I've shown you videos. You can look in my archives of insiders who said that number is padded in a lie by at least 50% as well. They're listing any and every, just like the doctor said today that I played for you, it's as if there is no other health condition on the planet right now because they're counting every other health condition that has the same symptoms as a possible corona case. And if you die, they have you listed as possible corona death. Not died of pneumonia, not had a heart attack, possible coronavirus death. This is true. I proved it. And they're getting paid to do it, paid to intubate and paid to, to list you as coronavirus. $22,000 to intubate and $53,000 to have you listed it. Don't care if you live or die. Just list you as a coronavirus. And a news agency, I showed you that in my video, a news agency went and asked the federal government. and They said, yeah, oh yeah, we pay people for that. We have to pay them for the care. It's for the care, so it's not an incentive. But then there was a doctor that I showed you a video of from the San Francisco Bay Area where I grew up, and he said, we're being incentivized to intubate. Why? We're being incentivized to list as COVID virus. Why? Okay, private doctors with private practices like this woman are the only ones who are able to speak out because they don't have to worry about getting fired from their job because they own it. It's theirs. It's theirs. Okay, but then people still go after them and threaten them. Do you understand? Why would they do that? People only go after people and threaten people when they're afraid of them or very, very angry with them. Right? And, in, and this is Julie says, and Israel is, is enacting a mandatory nationwide lockdown tomorrow, possibly through until the end of the year. It's because it's wintertime for them over there. Right? Julie says, I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry today. I lost a day somewhere. That's because they're tomorrow now over there. So it's tomorrow for them now, right? Depends on where you are. For me, it's tomorrow for them over there because they are across the international date line. So it started this morning. <laughs> you didn't lose a day. You just forget that there's half of the planet is on one day and the other half of the planet is on the next day, right? I've, I've gotten used to that dealing with what I do what here doing a show, I end up talking to people around the world. So I stay up late at night because it's the morning time for people on the other side of the planet. And then sometimes I have to get up early um, because, oh, and I just lost the the internet, I think. I think they just sacked me. Let me see if I just dropped off the internet. I think they just killed me. Says the feed's still up. I'll, I'll reload it here and see what happens. See if I get back on air real quick. But I think they just killed me off air. Motherfuckers. Let's see. I'm still recording, so but I don't think I'm on air, guys. Um, I think they booted me off air. I'll find out it's opening back up. Uh, if I'm off air, then uh, you guys won't get to hear the end of it. Oh, now I'm opening every freaking window over and over again here. Let's don't do that. Let's don't do that. Let's do this one and restore. And see if and I see and hear you. So you can still see and hear me, Omar. Is that correct? Because I'm still filming, but um, my window closed. So let's see if I'm still live when I go to the producer here. I'm re- rebooting it. It does say I'm still live, so let's see if it rebuffs. There I am, back live. All right, so you probably were able to hear me, right? Uh, but I I was down, but it was still broadcasting, and it said I was still on the air. And luckily for me, Omar was able to say, "No, I can still see and hear you. You're live." Uh, yeah, the feed was down, bro, and my my um, my my uh, what call it? Um, um, Microsoft Edge closed, and I didn't touch it, but it closed. And so I was like, "Oh crap!" So I opened it and said, "Restore." And the whole time I was still live because it was still broadcasting, but for some reason it closed and it didn't just go to my dashboard. It closed, but I opened it before the program realized it was closed. And so I'm still here. All right, guys, so I apologize for that. That was fucking crazy right there. I didn't touch anything and it was down, baby. (laughs) But my operating system said, you're green, Leo. (laughs) We're still good. Okay, so I apologize for that little... Uh, holy shit am i still am i dead am i off air am i dead am i dead i was like the you know uh, what's his name from dune uh the leader of the bad guys when he he's like am i dead And they're like no sir uh what was his name um uh, baron uh vladimir harkonnen (laughs) that's who that was he thought he was dead because the uh, the poison killed the mentat and he thought they all got killed and he's laying on his back thinking he's dead and somebody else comes in and he says am i dead and he's like, no, 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 my Lord, you're, you're not dead. And then he was like, oh, hoo, hoo, ha, ha, you know, I'm like, am I off air? Are they sons of bitches. Okay. All right, guys. So what do we do? What do you guys do? Pass this on, push this video out to people. And if not take the information that I've given you and tell people that the stuff are that real scientists and real doctors. Okay. Real scientists, and real doctors. Here's my camera is on. But it's it's tripping. It's moving slow. Um, everything's tripping. I'm taxing everything. I think right. So real scientists, real doctors, are saying this stuff is real. And I thought a lot of this stuff was insane, a couple years ago. And the more that I'm hearing, the more this is real. And they're covering it up. They're telling people that those people are crazy and it's a lie. They never worked for this for the for FEMA. But yet here we have that guy at the beginning of this video, who saw this conversation on board his version over in England's uh, um, group, medical group, who's just like FEMA over here, saying, "Uh uh-oh, some of our documents were leaked. What do we do? Don't worry. We're going on with everything as planned. And it was exactly what these people are talking about. Mandatory lockdown, mandatory uh, vaccination, no matter what. And they're already starting to shame people. And I told you, I watched a video, a woman who was watching a football game at her son's football game outdoors, and she was socially distanced from people. She was like 10 feet away from everybody around her. And she didn't have a mask on and the security came over and attacked this little woman and some people came to help. This other woman who was working at the football field came to help and they they freaking tased her then put her in handcuffs. I don't know where they went with her, but they walked off and no one did anything to help this woman. They all just watched. Okay? <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> Stop being cheap and stand up for yourselves. Those of you who wear, I don't have it here, I should have showed it to you. Those, you know, those big uh, things that you put around your neck and they put them up over the face, those don't work. Those of us who wear those know that they don't work. They're bullshit. We just wear them so that you guys leave us alone. I would have a better protection if I put my shirt up over my nose, okay? So I wear those. Either that or I wear that one mask that says my governor's an idiot, Okay. He's going to be running for president because by the time he becomes president, they're going to change the Constitution of the United States, which I have a copy of right over there in my bookcase from uh, on a pale horse, a CIA whistleblower. I have a copy of the of the 40 million dollar Constitution that was drawn up five miles from where I'm sitting right now over here in the city of Sacramento and 40 million dollars of taxpayers money to rewrite the Constitution of the United States of America, giving guns. Uh, to only Secret Service and Police Department and military and and people to guard the rich and taking away guns from all of us and making every office that is an appointed office throughout the land from city level all the way to the presidency, a lifetime appointment. That's not a lie. You can look that up. Look up on a pale horse. Google that shit. Right. Okay. Speaking of books, because I'm going to get off the air now, I want to promote my books. I'm a three-time author. I wrote them myself, and I promoted them myself, and I, and I produced them myself, and I paid for them. So when you read them, there's going to be some grammatical errors and some spelling errors in here because I didn't want to pay $2,000 a book to have somebody professionally go through and, and uh, change the, all the spelling. So yeah, is it raw? Yeah, is there uh, uh, grammatical errors? If that's all you got is anal retentive crap like that when you're reading somebody's shit, that that's all, oh, I can't take this guy seriously. He doesn't even know how to write. I'm supposed to write, why am I not writing like they wrote in the Bible then, right? Because the Bible was a special kind of writing that you were supposed to use, that regular books aren't written like that, and and neither are manuscripts. Well, how come? They should be written the same way that the Bible should be written, because that's a style that they have. Wait, then what are poets? There's a certain style for everything, okay? So you're trying to tell me that I have to write by by a style that is a conformist style, that you guys want, especially when you're writing like a sci-fi book, bro. There's no nothing. There's no guidelines for a for a, a grammatical errors in a in a sci-fi book. Come on, get out of here with that. Okay, so here, let me get that turned off. There. How to get out of debt? Surviving in the 21st century by Leonard O'Neill. Okay, this book is about global banking and how it's corrupt and it's fake, and and how it works and how and how all of us just have fake monopoly money that's been printed. Uh, And and to inform you to that and how you can get out of uh, debt by uh, fixing a few things about yourself, you have to do work once again. So nobody wants to know about that because you have to do work. Okay. This book right here, had you read this book prior to the coronavirus, you would be smiling Jack like I am prepping slash survival for beginners also by Leonard O'Neill. And that book tells you everything you need to know to be prepared for an event like a global catastrophe or a pandemic, like as if with the likes of which we have and we have going on. I never once, the only thing I ran out of was because I underestimated how long, with toilet paper, how long the ass wipes were going to be uh, crazily gone in the stores. <clears throat> that was the only thing that I uh, ended up having to uh, I ended up having to get some paper towel and use paper towel for a few days until I got some more toilet paper. I underestimated that it was going to go, I figured 60 to 65, 68 days, and it went 90, okay, in my particular area. So now I have enough toilet paper to last me for a year, no joke, and I have B days. I haven't installed them, but if it happens again going into this next term, this, this, this uh, winter, fall and winter, I'll install the B days, and I'll be damned. No more no more uh, toilet paper no more paper wiping my ass with trees I'm just gonna spray some water on it okay and I have the ones that are set up for men and women so the women can get their their hoo ha and their butt and I'll put one in my mother's bathroom and one in mine and get my mom used to squirting her ass right then you blot it with a towel okay and um, otherwise I had enough stuff stockpiled to feed us for you know six months I still do. <clears throat> so if the world gets completely shitty, I'm good. I also have weapons and, and, and uh, you know, ammunition. So I can, I can literally camp and survive on the world. I'm a survivalist from birth. It wasn't something that I decided to learn last year. My father was a survivalist and taught us these skills, hunting, trapping, all of that stuff, skinning, all of that. Okay. So then you, you, then I have Leonard O'Neill has uh, Orion Rising. you notice know, that if you uh, watch my show. That's the, my show. Right. And that is literally the cover of my book. And the book is a sci fi. What if that I wrote back in 2012 uh, that what if everything was true with all the ancient alien stuff? And there really is. And this was book one. And I have two more books, probably more than that. Uh, that I have, uh, you can get all of these books on Amazon uh, or anywhere else for that matter. Just go online and Google. If you go to Amazon and Google my name and the names of those books, they pop up. Uh, you can also get them on Kindle for cheaper, five, six bucks on Kindle. Uh, there's even some of them in used bookstores and people read them and put them in a used bookstore. <coughs> right? <coughs> so what if what if all that stuff was true and there really was a, a war going on for the uh, for the human race? And then I come to find out that it's actually true. And now, what did I just show you today? It's actually true. Okay? And other people are starting to realize it. So the book became a true and I also have a, a manuscript in Hollywood and uh, for a movie and for a series. Uh, but it's too close to home. So I'm never going to sell it as a movie or a series because it would be telling people the truth, basically, and giving them information, even though even though it would be subconsciously, giving them information about what's really going on. So I doubt that it's ever going to um, be turn, turn into a movie. Uh, even if you guys buy it, it becomes a bestseller because they don't want that going out to the world. So here I am doing just that. Okay. Here I am doing just that world. Okay. So right yeah so yeah exactly i have, I have julie saying that she's been raised uh, by a natural prepper right my father was the same way um grew up poor absolutely P- ditch bank oaky poe i was so poe i couldn't afford the r we was poe we still is poe okay um i'm i'm usually pretty prepared all the time but you know yeah hurricanes right ugh yeah i mean what are you gonna do there's just some things you can't prepare for i live in california and, you know, people go, oh, my God, you have those earthquakes and they drive you crazy. We, we get used to them. You become a Geiger counter. You really do. We're sitting out here and the earthquake counter goes off. and the, We're sitting here and the, I did this one time with my roommate and his girlfriend was from North Cackalacky, North Carolina. She had never been in an earthquake before. And we were on the third floor of an apartment building, right? And We're sitting there and we're out in the living room watching wrestling. I was 30, 31 at the time. Um, I'm 53 now. So this is how long ago it was, 20 years ago. And we're sitting in the, uh, on the couch. He's at one end and I'm at the other. And we're, We can smoke inside. I used to smoke then. Have COPD now for it. We're drinking beer and smoking. And She's in the bedroom. She did, we were watching wrestling. She didn't want to watch that. So she's in the bedroom watching something else in his bedroom. And all of a sudden, the earthquake hits. And it, when everything starts moving, he and I didn't even overreact. We just reached over and grabbed our beers. Whoop, pick up the beer. <laughs> right? Whoop, pick up the beer. I turn to look at him. He looks at me. And I said, what is that, like 4.0? Something like that? He's like, yeah, maybe 4.1. And then all of a sudden it comes crashing down the hallway is his girlfriend. She goes, oh my God, oh my God, what's going on? Is this an earthquake? And we're like, yeah, yeah, it's an earthquake. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I've never been in an earthquake before. She's holding on to the walls. Oh my God, this is scary. Is this a big one? We're like, no, no, it's probably about 4.1, maybe 4.2, probably 4.3, 4.3. we're like, yeah, maybe 4.3 max. And she's like, what does that mean? Is that bad? And we're like, no, no. The, the one at Loma Prieta was eight, <laughs> right? That was the one that knocked down the Bay Bridge and all kinds of shit and killed people right? And this is only a four pointer. This is like, you sleep through this if you're, you know, and so she's like, woohoo, all excited. She runs in and turns on the news and she comes running back out. Hey guys, they said it was a 4.3. How did you do that? We're like, we grew up in California. <laughs> you get to know what it feels like, right? You get to naturally know. Okay. So yeah, lived in California for a good while, right? Okay. So, but it's you, funny. You're from North Carolina too. Oh my God, Julie. what are the What are the odds? That's hilarious, right? Um, had a good earthquake in California. Thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it kind of is when you know that you're not going to get hurt, right? Um, it, honestly, and thank you, uh, Lisa, for uh, for saying I did a good job. Uh, namaste, guys. I need, I need to get off your too. I didn't anticipate going, what did I have? How out Two hours and 23 minutes on the second show after doing an hour for the Law of One. Didn't expect that. So thank you for those of you who stayed here uh, through me getting silly now and, and getting off topic. And, you know, there's still a bunch of you in the crowd. Thank you for that. Uh, Make sure that you, if you haven't already started following me, follow me. uh, Pass this on. Pass the knowledge on. The key to the universe is knowledge. The key to our freedom is knowledge, okay? I came back to this planet to convince you guys or remind you guys that you are free and you have the choice to make. And if you listened to the Law of One today, that was what was being told by Raw and those people, and they're still here because they messed things up by coming here to try and help us when they built the pyramids, according to them. And um, that messed us up because of our, our, our affinity for bellicosity, which means our violent tendencies. And they corrupted the rich and the elite at the time, stole the secret to the matrix and uh, convinced everybody else that only the priests and the rich could have it. And they changed the narrative for all the people and changed the matrix and dumbed everybody down and dumbed everything down. Okay. So we're here to remind you that that's what happened to you and that you've been stuck, and now they know it, so they're trying to, last-ditch effort, either kill us off in mass or get control of us. And that's not a joke, guys. That's not a joke. And I know it's really, really hard to take, but they don't care which happens. As long as they survive, they don't care how many of us have to die. They don't because we're just cattle to them. In fact, if you look at that thing that R.J. Christian put up there uh, that was warning people in like every language, it said that the optimum amount of humans is about 550,000 people, not close to 8 billion. So if they killed us off down to a half a million, they wouldn't give a shit. Their machine would still run and you would still be their slaves and you would be easier to control. I'm not making that up. I didn't say that as, a, as a, something to scare you. That's an actual monument that you can go and read that it says that. Okay, So their plan is to either gain control back of the population because they've lost control and they're losing control of everything now. and They're scared and they're trying their end game. They have one more end game that I'm aware of besides coronavirus is scaring you and that's the mock alien invasion. Fake alien invasion to get everybody back under the ilk of the... the, um, uh, world Health Organization and, and um, the United Nations which they own both World Health Organization was was built by and financed by the Chinese and and the world uh, uh, League of world Nations made the United Nations and the League of world Nations is the rich and the elite look it up look up the people who who, who made who made the United Nations and you'll see that it's the, the families that control the planet who think they could own you I'm not, it's not conspiracy theory. You can look this shit up. In fact, I think, I say to everybody, at the end of my show, I'm going to say it now. Don't believe a word I've said. Go and look up every fucking thing I said. Bit by bit, just go back and rewind and get the bullet points and look it all up for yourself and do the research. And when you find that I'm wrong, get a hold of me and I'll put you on the air and you can tell the world where I'm wrong. I've been saying that since I was doing Omar's show on Watchers Talk five years ago. Nobody has come forth ever and said, you're wrong and I can prove it. If you do, it's just talking points and you're not going to actually have proof. No one's ever done that. You know why? Because I don't lie. I don't make shit up. Everything that I say is not my opinion. Unless it is, then I say that in my opinion. I'm not afraid of that. In my opinion, this is what I think is happening. And you hear me saying that. You hear me saying that when I do that. So it's not like I'm claiming something that I don't have, you know, I'm not writing a check my ass can't cash. So eventually you're going to agree with me. If you go down that rabbit hole, you're going to come back to me and go, holy fuck, bro. You're preaching to the choir today. All right, guys. All right, guys. Namaste. I know some of you are saying stuff. Yeah, I know. I keep saying I'm going to go. I do that all the time, don't I? I keep saying I'm going to go, and then I get going again, right? All right, guys. I love you all. Have a good night. It's because I just, I get into that cycle and I guess, oh yeah, one of you guys said something. sets me off again. So stop talking. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you for being here. Like me, subscribe to me, send this on to somebody who you might think might want to benefit from this and do it quickly because they're going to delete it. They'll probably delete it. I'm going to put it on YouTube channel uh, right after I get done here. I'm going to get some dinner and I'll put it on the YouTube channel. And then I'm going to also put it on all my MP3 podcasts. They haven't started deleting that yet. So until they start doing that, We're still golden. Right? And, and call your, your senators and congressmen and make them uh, get a hold of these companies and force these companies to split up. They're monopolies. They control too much. They have too much control over what we do and what we think, and that needs to be stopped first. That's the first step. YouTube, Google, well, that's the same company. Facebook, Amazon, they need to be split into smaller companies first, and anyone that is as big as them, Okay. We did it to AT&T back in the 80s. We can do it to Mark Zuckerberg and those fuckers now. Okay? All right, guys. Have a nice day. Peace. I'll see you next time.